I'm Oscar Nunez from the office, and I'm on Below the Belt show. I'll go back to gazing how I was before. <laughs> the Below the Belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Right, guys, it's time for another episode of BTB Below the Belt Show in the Mother Effin' House. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most fresh back from the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City. And what an amazing time it was. In addition, let's go ahead and introduce the room with someone else that's been at the Tribeca Film Festival. <laughs> that's right. Back for the third time on Below the Belt Show, we have coined some new nicknames for her. New nicknames, okay. She is now known as Triple Dubs. Triple Dubs. Miss Snorkels. <laughs> <laughs> she is actress Vanessa Meadow. Hello. Yo, yo. Thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> and let's go ahead and introduce, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a BTB favorite. He is the Ooh, one and the only, <laughs> the captain, Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air PTB. All right. All right. And last but not least, it's been a minute. A minute. Since she has graced her presence couple, in BTB couple, couple studios. Yeah, like three. three whole minutes. <laughs> three minutes. As they say in urban culture. <laughs> you know what? You need to... <laughs> You're so it's awkward. Back. It's come back. It is. She so is awkward. singer extraordinaire Siren, the entertainer Davis. Hello, everyone. <laughs> that was a great. Uh, that was, that was a great uh, little uh, singing slash hello. I and guess, it's great to be back. It is great to be back. Mm-hmm. Yes, be back for a minute. But I, I guess we for three minutes. I guess we should announce uh, here on tonight's show that B2B will be taking a summer hiatus, unfortunately. Yes, we will be taking a summer hiatus. Everybody needs a vacation. Everybody needs a break. Um, I mean, I I would guess to say uh, the powers that be are the ones that decided that this summer um, there should be no shows as it's transitioning. Everything's transitioning in station to new streaming software and and everything like that. Mm. Uh, It's also changing of the guard from station managers. Um, long story short, too late. We will have our <laughs> our season finale on Wednesday, May twenty second. So that's right, guys. Three more episodes before we take just a summer hiatus. We will be back. We we are not going anywhere. Um, will be a good chance for B two B to recharge their batteries. Um, also, get a lot of interviews, man. You can got a lot of interviews. interviews. Yeah. We're gonna get in the meantime get some great video content up on the website. There you go. In nice. addition, um, just um, just uh, oh, another great thing. Uh, a lot of fans have been asking about older shows and older interviews that are not on the new website. There you go. 
we'll be uh, that content going, we're going to get some content going in mm. in the summer as BTB recharges uh, their batteries for summer vacation, aka summer break, yeah, guys. Yeah. So gotta um, work on our tans. <laughs> you gotta work on your tans. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I, I guess I have to admit it. BTB is a it's a labor of love, and it's a lot of work. And maybe this break would be a good thing. Yeah, um, so uh, recharge your batteries a bit, because I mean, celebrity soda. I'm you here every are fucking week. Every fucking, fucking week, week for what, like 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like an eternity. It seems like an eternity. You got like 600-something episodes We out have there. 600 episodes. Jeezy Queasy. Jeezy Queasy is right. And not only that, um, in between the shows, I'm on location at events. I was at the Tribeca mm-hmm. Film Festival. Mm-hmm. You're, which, on, yeah, you're on locations. You're acting. Yep. And then, you know, paying your fucking mortgage yeah. with like your regular job. <laughs> I know. I got a lot of shit going on there. Yeah. So. But nonetheless... That is for later. We are focusing yes. on tonight's show, guys. And let's go ahead and announce our special guests that we'll be calling in. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got to attend Tribeca. Vanessa got to attend Tribeca, mm-hmm. and she had mentioned an awesome premiere that she got to attend mm-hmm. on Sunday. Right? Yes, Swallow. Yes. Woo. Tell oh us about my. that film. Swallow. Oh, my gosh. Is this um, about bird migration? <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually about um, an illness called Is it the sequel Tyga. of Spit? It's a <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you know that? We it's were a going prequel. with it. Um, <laughs> but Not about birds. It's um yeah. It's about this uh, this illness that some people have called pica p i c a, and um they they swallow things, and oh. it's how they handle stress. Uh, as far as I know, yeah. yeah. Not so. like tasty burritos, but like <laughs> things things. <laughs> things things. Things things. These are non-edible things, correct? correct. Yeah, things that are, are, are not normally consumed by humans. Absolutely, and I For don't. Example? Oh, okay. Give uh, me an example. Okay, I don't want to spoil it, don't but spoil it. Thumbtack. Oh no. Need I say more? Oh, and, no. and she's pregnant. Oh, wow. no. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, um, insane. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it literally is. And um, the the cinematography, the mm. close-up shots, close-up. you go through it with her while she's swallowing. You you live in that moment with her when she swallows these items. Oh, and no, sometimes you think she's going to choke. It's Yeah, it is. Wow. Whoa, dude. Overwhelming and powerful, yes. but so incredible. And I, I think everyone should see it. And I actually found two interesting articles on Swallow, one of which is that a woman had fainted during mm-hmm. um, during the screening. During the screening. So. Was it the one Whoa, I yeah. saw? Because I don't remember any commotion. It might, yeah. It, it might have been, been a different, been a different one. one. Did you get a chance to look at that article? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just wasn't sure if it was the same one that I... So, uh, so it's a little hard to stomach some of the scenes. It is. Yeah. It it really, really is. But so. you go on this journey with her, and there there are mm-hmm. so many other things that occur. It's not just what she is swallowing. It's is it how they get it out of her that makes you pass out? I don't know. I mean, like I I would assume no. it doesn't just. You know, go out the, it the does. natural One way. of them does, and you watch her clean it off. Oh, oh no. my. It's that graphic. Wow. <laughs> and um, let's just talk about some of the other highlights of the Tribeca Film Festival. Well, yes. Um, no, obviously, you said Swallow was great, which we, and you got to attend the party as well. Uh, very briefly, I had to catch yes. a train, but yeah, I stopped in. Oh, that's it fantastic. Was, it very was banging. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of Swallow, I'm going to eat this burrito. <laughs> so, there you go. So, um, one of the. Um, Gosh, there were so many cool things that happened 
at the Tribeca Film Festival. I'd like to thank, of course, Elena Moscat, our producer of Click on the Show, that was able to get Click on this Show uh, approved to cover Tribeca. And I got to attend some amazing screenings, starting sure. with Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil uh, and Vile. Yeah, that's right, you did. That's the biopic uh. of... Um, Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy, from the perspective of his girlfriend, Elizabeth, played by the lovely and talented Lily, Lily Collins, Collins, who remembered me from Sundance because we had a mutual friendship. It was awesome. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yes. Um, so uh, we got to uh, do some interviews on the red carpet mm-hmm. with um, some of the cast of uh, Extremely Wicked. In addition, got to talk to the director, uh, Joel Berlinger, and... Um, Got invited to watch the premiere at Tribeca, which is mm. amazing. That's pretty rad. Nice. And uh, a reception uh, in the green room with yeah, uh, yeah. Lily and Zach and uh, yeah, celebrity slo- celebrity soda, just rubbing some I, elbows, I'm man. Just, I'm just doing it again. I'm doing it again, yeah, guys. Dude, I, don't yeah. know how you do it. <laughs> I think it's just they call me celebrity soda. That's why they call you celebrity soda because you Lily just take Col- these pictures, man. Ca- Lily Collins is one of the sweetest, kindest. Um, person. She seems cool. She is really cool. Zach was really cool too. Yeah. Zach mm. was actually very funny uh, during the Q and A. I bet he kept dropping f bombs. Like he was yeah. like, <laughs> he doesn't then, give a shit. And yeah. then he was like, "Well, I can't think of the word. What's the word? What's the word?" Like when he's doing interviews, I was like, and then he would try to have his uh, publicist or whoever was with him helping his assistant. Think of the words that he was thinking of, which mm-hmm. was pretty funny. And if not, he, he just dropped. He, he just like fucking, right. you know, that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So in the military, that's a very similar syntax. You can't it think is. of the word to say. You say fuck. Yeah, you say fuck. Right. You say exactly. fuck. You say fuck a lot. And that's probably what was that. You know, <laughs> one, one time yeah. while I was in the Marine Corps, I called a radio show to make a request. And I accidentally said fuck on the radio. They did not. They're like, they did oh, not no, play your request. Um, and I totally didn't realize I even said it. I was like, oh, I don't know. oh, wow. <laughs> fuck, my <laughs> shit. What the fuck did I just say? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so I did get to talk to Zach, and I told him after watching the screening that. There's a lot of award contention with his performance. He really delivered in his roles, Ted Bundy. Mm. Cool. I got it, man. Has anyone seen it? I haven't seen I've, it yet. I've heard okay. that I it was really, it really, really good. It's on, it's, on it's on my queue. It's on my queue. It's on my queue. It's on my queue. So yeah, yeah. it dropped on Friday. It did. Yeah. The day after the premiere in New York. So it was great. It was just perfect timing mm-hmm. for the buzz to come out for that. Um, there was some controversy on the film. Did any of you hear about that? No. Okay. What, yeah. are, you, what are you alluding to, Ms. Vanessa? All I've heard is that um, some of the families of the victims were a little mm. upset because they thought it was um, glorifying him, which obviously I don't think that was the intention of the mm. filmmakers. Um, but in their eyes, it was it was glorifying him. And well, I it's can a see, fine line. I can see why you, you would think that because they didn't show too much of the violence. But right. again, this is oh, from I, the perspective of, of Elizabeth, yeah. which is based mm-hmm. on a memoir yeah. right. that she wrote. Okay. So you, she, Elizabeth didn't see these um, heinous right. murders right. and acts of violence uh, yeah. being committed. A- and yeah. it, is, it is a fine line because on one side you want to be informative mm-hmm. and tell the story. But right. the other hand, it still has to be an entertaining movie. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? So I actually I watched an interview with him where he addressed that, and I really mm-hmm. loved his his response. Mm-hmm. It was hopefully this movie 
educates women on how to not necessarily trust someone that has a lot of charisma. Yeah. So to him, it was sort of a film about awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, the, and, and he even said, he was like, I, I'm sorry that that's how they're taking it. I just thought it was a really mature response. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's he seems like a cool guy. So. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah for sure. He and, uh, he and uh, Charlize Theron were on Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. And oh. as you know, Charlize Theron was in the movie Monster, where she played a serial killer. Oh color, my gosh! Yes. And they were kind of comparing notes and talking about mm. their method and how they got into the character. And oh. it's actually pretty cool to watch. It's a cool interview. You should check it out. It's on YouTube. Cool. Also on the red carpet was Angela Sarafian, who you might know as Clementine from Westworld. Yeah, second time. And yeah. I, I ran into her at Sundance. You guys She's are like, best yes. buddies now, huh? We're actually really, really cool. We're actually <laughs> really cool. <laughs> and in fact, um, I friended um, Lily on her personal Facebook page. So. Mm-hmm. She actually gave me some love on our photo. Can nice. I tell you that? <laughs> Celebrity I saw that you tagged her and I almost friended her, but I was like, she doesn't know me. <laughs> you saw that? You saw I saw that. that. You saw? I, was gonna be you like, looked, Yo. I know you looked at her profile. Of course I looked at her profile page. I was like, Yo, man, this is her real page. It's a real page. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm like but I'm not going to be that Her guy. mother's on there. Her not going to be, not gonna be that guy. Makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. Creeper. <laughs> you know, a little bit of Facebook stalking on a famous person. Just a little, just Not a every day you get their private, you know, Facebook page. Yeah. But, you know, to to the extent where I'm still being respectful. Because I knew yes. that if I was going to break that trust that you've set with her, uh-huh. and be like, hey, I'm a friend of Al's. Let's be buddies on Facebook. I'm going to slide she, she into her DMs. She probably wouldn't have been a fan of this. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not that guy. I, well, um, B2B's own Allie Dash mm-hmm. loves Lillian, and, and yeah. she had uh, <laughs> expressed her sadness that Lily had not accepted her friend request. But that's okay. But she's never met her, and I have, so maybe that's <laughs> yeah. You can't you accept meet everyone. Isn't there a limit anyway to 5, how many 000. friends? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and we all have a friend, Lamont Easter, who I think has to continuously <laughs> scrape away people to make room <laughs> for more friends. Yes, good old Lamont. In fact, he has two profiles now. I think. Oh, oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. He posts yeah. about that sometimes. So. And another uh, cool moment was on the carpet with Haley Joel Osment. Oh. As you know him from, yes, from um, Sixth Sense. Uh, she dead people. Yep. Yes, and it's funny because I, I mentioned that during the interview. I said, Haley. So I see dead people. It's kind of relevant in this movie as well. You know, it's like, well, not for me. I didn't kill anybody. So it was kind of fun. Um, so that was Thursday. Friday, we were treated to two really cool documentaries. Um, one was called The History of Memory. And it's a, a sh- documentary short uh, about four stories. It was sponsored by H.P. Hewlett Packard. And it was four different stories of people that are reunited through pictures. One oh. story... Is before mm-hmm. online dating, there was like, you know, pen pals, you would mail sure. um, letters with photos, and that's how uh, an Indian couple, um, one was based in New York, the one was based, the other one was based in India, and they met through this method. Another one was uh, an adopted son that was able to see um, newborn pictures of himself that he wasn't able to see before. Oh, wow, yeah. So, um, wow. you know, because he was raised by, you know, by a different mother. Family, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, those are two of the stories. of It's called The History of Memory. And yeah. another Very great cool. documentary. This one was really awesome. This one's called It Takes a Lunatic. So this one. <laughs> right. Funny title, right? Yeah. There it is. There's a snort. There's a snort. Is it about working in retail? It Takes a Lunatic? You would yeah. think. Uh, this guy, this is about. A 96-year-old acting coach who is still acting to this day, who has taught the likes of Michael Douglas, Mm -hmm. um, who's taught Richard Gere, and many other actors, Connie Britton as well, and all of them do 
um, interviews. Um, you know, they, they do their little testimony or uh, endorsement of yeah. of this great theater acting coach named Wind Handman. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's yes. huge. You know Wind Handman. He's yes. huge. Yes. So that's, that's the uh, documentary. That's what the documentary is about. And um, a really great, great documentary that we got to see and uh, got to uh, talk to some people on the red carpet. Mm. Um, my co-host for the red carpet, Lauren Francesca, got one question out of Michael Douglas, cool. who was one of the um, one of the students of uh, of Win Hadman. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Got to talk to another one of his students, Bill Irwin. You might know him. He's been in a ton of movies, but more more, more recently, he's a series regular. On FX's Legion with your girl Aubrey Plaza. Oh yeah! If you watch Legion, you you might know who Bill Irwin is. I don't. <laughs> you must not watch. You know Legion. his face. I, I I'm have, sure I you know his face. What's that? You I'm, know his face. I'm sure I would recognize him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but let's find out together. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was really again? cool. Bill Irwin. Bill Irwin. I'm sure I know his yeah. face. So um, so going to these um, these premieres, you never know who you're going to see in the audience, and uh, oh, yeah, this I was know. really cool. I. On the red carpet, I saw probably one of my childhood idols from one of my favorite yeah, okay. new wave alternative synth pop bands, Depeche Mode. The front man oh, is snap. Dave Gahan. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife were uh, in attendance for It Takes a Lunatic, <laughs> which you, you just don't really expect. Um, you just don't really expect it, really. I mean, because it is a documentary film, number one. Number two, it's about acting, and Dave is, you know, he's a singer. He's, a singer. he's in the music industry. Yeah. Um, so meeting him was definitely one of the highlights. Uh, That's pretty rad. To to meet uh, Dave Gahan at the It Takes Lunatic uh, premiere. Um, Saturday was really cool because we got to check out a screening for um, Star Wars, uh, the original Star Wars from 1987. Cool. Ni- I'm sorry, 1977. 77. Seven, mm-hmm. 1977. Mm-hmm. Uh, a New Hope. Yep. Um, and was it that is 78. I think it was 77. 77. Yeah. And then Empire's uh, 81. 80. No, yeah. no, no, 80, and then... Um, Return Jedi's, Jedi's 83. 83, yeah. I was at the 40th anniversary in 2017 okay. at, um, in Orlando. Okay. Yes. So May the 4th was this past Saturday. It's, it's mm. otherwise known as Star Wars Day, and if you didn't yes. know, mm-hmm. uh, California um, officially made May the 4th Star Wars Day. That's awesome. In California. So, of course, Tribeca had to do the same thing. So, they had an early morning screening of Star Wars A New Hope, Episode (laughs) 4, with Darth Vader and Stormtroopers on the red carpet. Yeah. It was was so cool. That's good. They did a little tribute to Peter Mayhew, um, which we'll we'll mention. We'll talk about later. A uh, a little later, which, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, he passed away. I have a good Peter Mayhew story. I met him once. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get into that a little bit. And... Mm. uh, that was a Saturday. Saturday night, we were treated to two more awesome um, screenings. Um, one being, now this is a really cool film, really really fun premise. It's directed by Danny Boyle. It's called Yesterday. And uh, Himesh Patel is the lead. And, um, and Lily James. I think I've James, seen the preview for it. Yes. Yeah. Lily James uh, is also the lead. It's about an aspiring sing- singer-songwriter who gets in a bike accident. Mm. When he wakes up, the Beatles do not exist. And it's in a world that they don't exist. Um, and he knows all of their songs. And he knows all their songs. So when he starts playing the songs, he becomes famous out of mm. it. Yeah. He gets discovered by nice. Ed Sheeran and Ed Sheeran's manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I won't say anything else. Yeah. But, um, but there's, there's, a, a, there's a trailer. It's a good trailer. Yeah. 
And I think it that's almost like good. a good story. So you got to see that. Yeah. And the trailers, uh, you know, what I'm saying is definitely I didn't violate the air or whatever. Um, but uh, yes, you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the info you, you've just described is in the trailer. Is in the trailer. Good. Yes. So I didn't because I've F seen up. the trailer. <laughs> I have not as seen the movie. As long as I'm not effing up, yeah. And I'm look. I, I'm really excited to see it. But it's not. Dude. It, it, so it 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 was like a pre-screening. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, well, it, was the, it was the premiere. Oh, that was the premiere. It was the premiere. Okay. Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, I want to see that. I really want to see that. And so the final um screen that I went to was a little interesting. It was a little odd. I'm not gonna lie. Um, well, uh, attached to it is Jenny Slate who we love from okay. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. She was in the Venom movie. Yep. Um, she was in a lot of other things. Um, she was Chris Evans's wife or what? girlfriend? A girlfriend for a little while, girlfriend. yeah. So this She's was a, cute. This like a really experimental... So it initially started as a Parks podcast. And Rec. She was on Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. yeah. There you go. Sorry. So it initially started as a podcast. It's called Earthbreak. And how okay. to uh, survive in the alien apocalypse. <laughs> okay. So basically she's... Uh, uh, Jenny Slate's character finds a recorder mm -hmm. and she is literally the last woman... Um, that she can see. Um, as far as she knows, the last one on Earth, there could be others. Yeah. Because it's one, I think it's like two podcast episodes combined into one. Oh, that's cool. So because it initially started as an audio podcast, they just put some random visuals in the screen. That's pretty cool. That is so cool. It was cool. I've only, I've only wow. heard of one other movie that was based mm -hmm. off of a podcast, and that was Kevin Smith mm -hmm. uh, did a horrible fucking movie called Tusk. Yes. Oh, Tusk, yes. Yeah. Did you see that? That was actually based on oh, a podcast. A podcast okay. that they were talking about. I didn't even know that because yeah. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that was I mean, news to me. I love Kevin Smith. I will watch anything he makes. Anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'll like Yoga it. Yoga Hosers. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga Hosers was eh. Yoga Hosers was right up there with Tusk. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know, he, he but, started smoking uh, a lot of pot when he made those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But you know, it was um, yeah, it was it was a good time to try back. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. you know, it, it, I think Jenny Slate. So I'll probably check that out. Jenny Slate's awesome. She is She's pretty sweetheart. Awesome. And so I got to interview her on the carpet as well. I just wanted to mention another yeah. screening that I went to. Yeah, yes, yes. Ask, yes. ask Dr. Ruth and. Oh yeah, that was in yeah. Sundance as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so I was still alive and well. She really is. is she? And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I she's ninety her. now she's or so something cute. like that, right? Yeah, ninety-one. Now, I right. think. Um, mm -hmm. But I was a little nervous going into watching it because it was about like uh, sex and, <laughs> you know, discussing it. And I didn't and know that makes where it would go. Miss Snorkel's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make Coming me nervous. Of a it's year just... old, it's, no. <laughs> no. You're talking about doing it with your grandmother or something. <laughs> um, but it, so it actually wasn't about her sex therapy talking right. um, or her show it was about who she was as a person oh, who's actually quite a remarkable person she escaped wartime germany her parents unfortunately died her dad died in auschwitz oh, wow. mm. she survived an orphanage in sweden and then she came over here and it's just about her journey becoming the person that she is oh, and wow. it was completely inspiring Very and cool. and really a beautiful documentary about um about her so Very i cool. i suggest everyone it's almost biographical it. and not necessarily of of what her expertise is in right yes absolutely okay. yeah it's more right. about her yeah. what's behind right. the sex talk right yes, yes. so not going yes. to the sundance film festival how can we see these uh these movies that you've got <clears throat> you guys uh tribeca and and sundance both um 
have uh, they showcase films that have not yet been picked up by distributors. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of that one film, the Lily Collins, um, Extremely Wicked, that already got picked up in January at Sundance by Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, other films you might have to l- wait a little while until a distributor Story picks them up. So that's Hulu. Hulu has Ask Dr. Ruth. Cool. Okay, okay. that's cool. what I wanted yeah. to know about. <laughs> so, I'm going to go so watch that of, when I go home. You'll so you're cry. Right. It's, a lot of them so go good. to Netflix, some go to Hulu, some go to Amazon Prime, yeah. some get go to theaters first, and then whatever you know platforms after okay. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, it goes. To, it depends who wants to purchase the rights to the film, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. I, and, uh, now, so I, I did not get to go to Tribeca, <clears throat> but I have seen, I have <laughs> yeah. seen Endgame twice. <laughs> and we'll be. T- and well, we there will be a third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I be one of the persons that goes? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, let's go. We need to. I need to see it a second time. Well, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in 3D. I saw it. I so saw it in IMAX 3D in what's called the D box. Oh yeah, the D box with the with, it, the, the, with the hydraulic the chair. Sh- oh, shake, right? oh, oh, dude, okay. it's so amazing. <laughs> Where's that theater? That's at Arundel um, Mills. Rundle Mills. Yeah. Okay, Rundle okay. Mills theater. Yeah. Oh, and excellent. I cried more the second time than the first time. Okay. Well, I'm a movie crier. You yeah. cried. I, I, I get well. Hell, there if are you s- know, if you know what happens in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Okay, so I'll yeah. go. I am a crier when it comes to movies. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I want to go now. That's yeah. to see, just to see you cry. Uh, both, both of you. <laughs> both of you have to yeah. see it. Yeah. Two I movies gar- now. It. Three movies guaranteed to make me cry. One is Rudy. <laughs> oh my god! Every time. Football. Every fucking time. Wreck It Ralph. No. Yeah. Wow. Make you cry. Ralph gets Come me to cry. On. Hell yeah. That's weird. Yeah. At the, the bit end, w- right? at the end when he's yeah. like, oh, they're gonna kill himself. Everybody's like, right. oh I mean, I man. And now end game. Wow. Guaranteed. Tear jerker. Cool. I'm a, a dog's baby. purpose is mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can't that even. Is like, that is like. You know they're coming out. I see a dog's purpose because I knew I would. Duh. Second. There's a second one coming out now. Yeah, there is. A dog's something. Yes. Dennis Quaid. Oh my God, Dennis Quaid will never not be sexy. What movie made me cry? Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, we're men. We can talk about it. Endgame was very emotional. Uh, Oh, whether to say I cried, I I don't know if I can admit that. Literally, tears are going Um, down my face. But it it definitely (laughs) gave me a sense of emotion. (laughs) Watching John Williams' orchestra play. Brought oh, a lot of emotions yes. in. When I went Absolutely. to Star Wars Celebration, the 40th oh, anniversary yeah. in 1977, oh, yeah. mm. in 2017 was so 40 years. I'm so jealous you got to go to that. That's so but, cool, um, seeing that perform the orchestra play, I probably would have cried. Was, I definitely would have. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Was that? He's my favorite composer. I, I have to get back to you on that. There get might have been. A, there that. might be a couple other films or TV shows. I was a little sad when certain characters on Walking Dead got off. The, you know, mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. off. So that made me kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But some of the um, so they actually award um, they have awards for Tribeca, and oh, um, yeah, so best actress in a narrative feature film was Haley Bennett in Swallow. Haley oh, Bennett yes. was freaking phenomenal. Yes. Now this was a documentary. This was a no, no. Swallow, this is, Swallow no, this was a narrative feature. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's just based. It's based on, on an actual like issue. Oh, okay. I thought it was right, like my okay, right. cool. I'm still gonna best watch it. Best actor goes to Wendell Pierce in Burning Cane. And best narrative feature goes to Burning Cane. Um, okay. So congrats to those who were the, um, I mean, and the best cinematography. Also Burning Cane. So Burning Cane was kind of like the popular uh That was the movie film. to see. Yeah, for, definitely the movie to see for mm. sure. Yeah, man. Um, and, um, well, you know, there's uh, there's the best documentary feature film went to Scheme Birds. Scheme uh, Birds. was shot in Scotland and Sweden. In Scotland. Yeah. And the uh, best cinematography in the documentary feature film 
was Our Time Machine from China. So okay. A lot of uh, it's a really international film festival. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, they have an, an award called the Nora Ephron Award, which is, um, which is, um, I don't know, it's chosen by the panel of Deborah Messing, Chloe Sauvigny, and Moanda Wise. And they chose a film that is thrilling, distinct, and fully immersive. It was also something we'd never seen before. So I guess the most unique film, I guess, is kind of what this Nora Ephron Award is. Uh, okay. But yes, it goes to um, a film called Initials S.G., from Argentina, Lebanon. Lebanon. So that was that. Um, <clears throat> they also had the uh, 25th anniversary reunion of the cast of Reality Bites, which is Winona oh, wow. Ryder. I haven't seen that in yeah, right? forever. Right? 25 years. Since right when it came out, right? When we were kids. <laughs> Winona Ryder, Ethan Hawke, Janine Garofalo, and Ben Stiller all got together for wow. this uh, amazing... That was uh, 25 years yeah, ago. 25 years ago. I remember... Yeah. 1994. I remember us renting that at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's when I saw it. I was like, yeah. like, I was, you know, 94. I was in, what, fifth grade, something right, like that? Right, right. Yeah, dude, I totally remember us renting it's a that. Great, it was a great film. Fucking blockbuster on VHS. It had VHS. The, ba- the best soundtrack. Yeah. It had the best soundtrack. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Do you guys remember Empire Records? That uh, was huge. I that watched Empire Records was really really That ago. was so good. Shut up, you did. Damn I need the man. to watch it. Save the Empire. Because I love Robin Tunney. I got yeah. to uh, talk with her at the Monster Mania convention. Yes, yeah, you did. I saw the pictures. In March, and she is um, really cool. She's yeah, really she seems hard, cool. So. Um, she has a shaved head in Empire yep. Records. Mm-hmm. She does. And now she's on the show called The Fix. There it is. It's like a reimagining of the O.J. O. Simpson trial. Oh, ah. yeah. So, fun fact about O.J. Uh, <laughs> I knew one of the prosecutors from that trial. Really? Which one? Um, what was his name? His name was Bill something or other. Shit. Oh, wow. Because his son and I were in karate class together. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> what the hell was his name? <laughs> Bill something or other. Shit. Okay. I'll remember Do you say name. Ura instead? <laughs> Ura. Ura. That's not, that's, that's yeah. not. Yeah. What the hell Marine is his name? Shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was in the Marine Corps. I know. We're throwing a Marine Corps thing. So let's move on to Star Wars news. But yes, we should start with announcing that the un- untimely passing of actor mm. Peter Mayhew Ugh. at the age of 74, who played the iconic Chewbacca uh. in, um, I think, uh, how many movies? Um Captain? One, two, three. Six, four, seven. Five, four, five. Seven. Because he, he wasn't in episode one. Right. He was in episode three. Uh-huh. Um, four, five, and six. And then, seven. And then episode seven, yeah. So he's in five, he's five, in five films. Five of them, yeah. Five films. So, um, yeah, so a statement from the family said that the family of Peter Mayhew with deep love and sadness regrets to share the news that Peter passed away. He left, he left us on April 30th with his family by his side in his North Texas home. Um, lots of um, heartfelt uh, um, statements went out um, yeah. for um, Peter. Uh, George Lucas said Peter was a wonderful man. He was the closest any human could be to a Wookiee. Big heart. Pretty good. <laughs> I, I, gentle oh, nature. Really I got a ju- I got a and learn story, I'll tell you. To always let him win. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet him at Baltimore Comic Con Maybe four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, he was a guest there, right? He was a guest there, right? Um, and I was fortunate enough to be like one of the first people in line. Just it just so happened that his line mm-hmm. was empty. He was he was driven in on a cart because he could barely walk. Right. Guy. And he sat down. I was like, oh shit, that's Peter Mayhew. So I jump in line and I go to meet him. And I got I have big hands. I got big right. meaty hands. Mm. <laughs> Peter Mayhew's hands were bigger than mine. <laughs> 
right? I, I believe some, that. He's seven foot. He's huge. Yeah, he's, he's a big, huge. big guy. Right. Yes. And like, I was a little starstruck because it's Peter Mayhew. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm just such a. I mean, just like everybody. You lost I'm a huge you fan. Lost I'm a huge fan. And he just kind of grunted at me. He was like, oh, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. And then I got a picture so you with him. you had to shake his hand? I got to shake Peter wow. Mayhew's hand. I got to take a picture with, with him. Mm-hmm. He had his lightsaber cane, which was totally rad. Yeah. Um, he, he just kind of grunted at me a little bit. <laughs> okay. But a bit of a very friendly, <laughs> gentle, like quiet way. Yeah, kind of like Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just made my heart happy. So Aww. I got that. I got that in my, in here. Sometimes right? when they're, they're your the idols, tunnels. your childhood idols, you tend to forget if they're I a little kinda, cantankerous, yeah. right? Because I had a similar experience with Peter Mayhew. Yeah. At the, it was the big Apple Comic Con in New York uh, yeah, several okay. years back, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he actually declined an interview. And uh, but you know, it was it was still great to talk he, to him. Yeah, did he, he kind of grunt? He was like, Meh. yeah, he was kind of. <laughs> that's kind of what he. That's kinda <laughs> his, that's kinda <laughs> his feel. So he probably wasn't really acting that yeah. much when he was chewy because he's just kind of a grunter, you know. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford said Peter Mayhew was a gentle and kind man, possessed a great dignity and noble character. Um, and uh, as you know, Juna Santamo is the, I guess, the protege. Um, because yeah. he looked up to mm-hmm. um, Peter Mayhew as his mentor, and he's the new Chewbacca. He is. He was at Awesome Con last year. Yes, he was. Very, yeah, yeah. Cool guy. Nice guy. So, um, so he said, um, yeah, he, he talked about... Um, you know, very very nice words. He had very nice words about Peter Mayhew as yeah. well. Um, but he recalls um, his audition process when he had to strip down to his shorts and pretend to be hit by an arrow. And they wanted to see if he, he could convey pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he says that uh, I don't talk about which parts I did and which parts Peter did because that would be disrespectful. Mm. Because they did The Force Awakens together. They did, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said he, that they had a, a camp-like session together for, uh, for a week or so before uh, filming began on The Force Awakens. Um, they watched footage of the original movies and talked about his mannerisms and, uh, you know, the, the way he moved his head yeah. in a certain so awesome. way. That's so cool. So yeah. he said Peter was a very kind, very likable person who didn't make a big deal about himself. He was quiet. Quiet. Yep. He's a grunter, but, man. But very wise in his words. <laughs> a man of few words and several grunts. He chose his words carefully, he and did. he was honest. The first time I met with him, he told me I was too skinny to play a Wookiee. <laughs> we laughed a lot about that. He was a giant man with a big heart. So. Oh, wow. Huge <laughs> fucking hands. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Peter Rest in Mayhew. peace, Peter Mayhew. Um, yeah. yeah. But what was that two days before the 4th, wasn't it? I yeah. think so. It was right before Star Wars. Well, day. they announced it two days before the 4th, but it happened, I think, oh, that um, a couple Sunday. days before. Yeah, yeah. I think the um, the family announced it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they waited a little while. Yeah. But we do have good news about the Star Wars movie franchise mm-hmm. and when the next slate of movies will be expected. Are you excited to hear this? <sighs> I might be. Big well, Nick. I know the news. Yes. But I might be excited. So, depending on who is the one untitled, spearheading this, right? Untitled live live action movies slated for 2022, mm-hmm. 2024, and 2026. Yep. Um, and um, as you know, this will be. Um, Three years um, after after the, the end so of the Skywalker. So it's song. not. They, they, uh, Kevin Kenny said there was going to be a little bit of a hiatus, but it's only yeah. a three years. It's I'm, only I'm a slight hiatus because that. we are getting stuff on Disney Plus. We are getting the Mandalorian exactly. and other stuff on Disney Plus, and that's mm-hmm. cool. Now I hesitate to be super excited if it's Ryan Johnson's trilogy. 
So they didn't. Um, they didn't specify. They, they didn't specify. So you saw this. I saw. It. I right. saw it. So they didn't specify whether it's going to be Ryan Johnson or mm-hmm. who we prefer, the masterminds of Game of Thrones, David Benioff and uh, Dan and Phoebe David Weiss. would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would also be okay with John Favreau. You know, because yeah. he clearly paved the way for the MCU. Well, he's got the he's got the Mandalorian. True, but he's not slated to direct the movies, unfortunately. So, well, a lot as far as I know, a lot could change in three years. Lot, there's a lot that could change. Yeah, um, maybe if enough pe- people petition, and I know who you're alluding to. Let's go ahead and say mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, who, who myself s- and, and suck a bag of dicks. And, yes, and I agree. <laughs> Big I old agree. Big old I know you agree. I know Chach agrees, and several other people of, of, of people that've been on Below the Belt show yeah. have agreed that Ryan Johnson w- did not deliver in the Last Jedi. He's a bit of a fuckface. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I would punch him right in the fucking cockles. That's wow. <laughs> You hear me, Ryan Johnson? I'm coming for you. Oh, wow. oh F- FBI, I'm not really coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the, well, at least we're seeing more Star Wars. Movies, we are seeing you know? more Star Wars, and that's which okay. Is, we're starting great. We're starting a fresh saga for a new generation, and that's an important thing. It's a good yeah. thing. You know, they can really start with, you know, instead of redoing more mm-hmm. regurgitated shit, this is mm-hmm. a brand new story. It's a brand new story. Mm-hmm. Brand new stories are good. Yeah. Yeah. And in October, mm-hmm. Big Nick, you oh, can yes. actually read us. They're going to release some books leading up to The Last Skywalker. Okay. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, yes. Yeah. Um, and the, the titles are called Journey to Star Wars, mm-hmm. The Rise of Skywalker, We Are the Resistance, uh, The Resistance Heroes, First Order Villains, Choose Your Destiny, Spark the Resistance, um, and more. So there's going to be several... Novels, books, um, leading up to, I guess, the storyline. I don't got time to read books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why read books when Who you can re- watch the movies can watch that TV? make the books <laughs> live? And I need to sit on my ass and Well, watch yeah. It. That's why I haven't read the books for Game of Thrones. I yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. Right. I'm definitely going to do that. So, big Marvel trailer, um, yep. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Far From Home. What did you guys think? Looking Vicky? good. Like, what did you think, man? Ladies, how about, what did you so think? There, did you I haven't it? seen it so yet. There's a little, it yet? There's a little bit of a spoiler. There is. So, if you haven't <sighs> seen Avengers... Yes! If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, do not watch... Don't watch the trailer the yet. Spider-Man. And Tom Holland okay. does have a, a spoiler warning at the beginning. Yes, saying, he does a warning, yeah. says, you know, if you haven't seen that, He's don't watch this yet. has got a disclaimer, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was great, and... They talked about um, a little bit about the main villain, yep. Mysterio, Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Not Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, right. Not Ray Mysterio, the yeah, wrestler. The wrestler. Just but, the, the um, guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and yeah. They're, they're hitting, and not to spoil any Endgame stuff, but they hinted at the multiverse, which I thought was cool. I guess it's a little bit of a spoil because the multiverse was kind of a result of the... Of well, the, we don't know where the multiverse came from. Okay, that's fine. Right. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll, leave that, I'll leave that illusion in there. <laughs> for, Even though we talked about Endgame For the people spoilers. in the room that haven't seen Endgame right. yet. But we did talk in depth about oh, yeah. Avengers Endgame last week. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. But... See, see, I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it could explain a lot, explain a lot of things. We need to go and see it, though. We'll see it together. You want to go see it yes. together? Oh, oh my gosh. We have a day. We have a day. And then we're going to critique it, and then when we come back, we'll talk about it. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. It's going down. It's going down. But yes, very excited for... But the trailer was excellent. I loved it. Very excited for Far From Home. Um, Because this is essentially the beginning of the next phase, right? Yeah, this is the beginning of Phase 4. Phase 4. This is the beginning of Phase 4. So Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mr. Beck. Um, I think that's his alter ego. Yeah. A character from another Earth who's arrived on the main Marvel Cinematic Earth 
because in the words of Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury, uh, events that happen in Endgame mm-hmm. tore a hole in our dimension. Yes. So, mm-hmm. without telling you too much, mm. not going to tell, tell you. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the hole in dimension could just mean parallel universes. Yeah. Characters we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, going from Earth to Earth. And You're it, saying too much. It gets, you know, it gets really deep. What I would be excited <laughs> really We know the movie now. What I would be kind of excited about, <laughs> considering now that Disney now owns yeah. Sony as well as Marvel, right. if they take Into the Spider Verse that came out last year mm-hmm. and it becomes part of the MCU, oh, snap. that's me being a little nerdy nerd okay. thinking that that'd be totally rad. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Disney removed uh, four Fox Marvel projects from its upcoming films, including the X Men spinoff Gambit. So, we're going to get Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. Those are going to be the final um, Marvel slash Fox mutant based superhero movies. God. Well, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't say thank God. I I'm, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed some of them, man. I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed the first, first one. Class, first class, Days of Future Past. First class. I enjoyed okay. first class. Days of Future Past was. It was okay. Okay. Yeah, and then fair. they kind of lost me. Okay, with the and then it, and then it turned into like the like when they decided to combine everything and yeah, it, it they lost me. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, the timeline. Maybe line, I'm being a little harsh. The timeline line could get really confusing, yeah. but. They decide to um, take Gambit off. The I am schedule, I am excited so. to see what Kevin Feige can do with the X Men. Right, I'll um, like that. But um, expect um, they expect about a five year plan. That's cool. I can wait five years um, before any of the um, mutant based superheroes, X Men, uh, with se- the exception of Deadpool. I think Deadpool's the only exception. Yeah, they're keeping Deadpool, they're which keeping is Deadpool. good because right. that's winner. Mm-hmm. You, you guys see Deadpool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But he, so Kevin Feige said. So, um, so, okay, so it's all just the beginning of the five-year plan that we've been working on. Um, and so it's really much more. For us, less about specifics of when and where the X-Men will appear right now, and more just the comfort factor of how nice it is that they're home. They're all back, but it will be a very long time. Yeah. So not necessarily five years until we see mutants, but they have a five-year plan in place. Of course will, they do. They, it will be a little while till I we mean, see. I mean, think yeah. about what they did with, with the first 22 movies, right? That's, that yeah. was 11 years of planning. Yeah. Right? So now he's got a fresh canvas to start all over again. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, th- there are bigger villains in the MCU that he can introduce. Yeah. Literally and physically. And I'm all about it. We are all about it, for all sure. About it. Yeah. And... Um, New Mutants, um, new release date is going to be uh, April 3rd, 2020. Um, it was originally supposed to come out um, this August. Mm. But they had to move things around because there's, they don't want to, with the Disney Fox merger, they don't want to have conflicting movies. This is true. Be, I've released the same. Like, See, they're going to establish the universe yep. and make another 30 movies. Yep. And I'm going to give them all my money. <laughs> they're going to make a trillion dollars. Yeah. And I'll be thoroughly entertained. <laughs> <laughs> they also moved the Avatar movies from uh, 2020 to 2021 they for did. Avatar 2 mm-hmm. uh, in order to have West Side Story, which is another Fox movie, mm-hmm. uh, in Christmas of 2020. So. Yeah, they don't want Avatar to obliterate West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> that's what would happen. Well, that's what's going to happen, right. That's what would happen. Um, what I'm curious about about Avatar yes. is that 
I remember watching an old interview with James Cameron saying that he wanted to have the next Avatar movie be 3D, but 3D where you don't have to wear glasses. Oh, wow. Yes. So he was creating the technology to Will make Will it be happen. ready yeah. by then? That is so... That's the million dollars. I mean, knowing James Cameron, probably. Probably. See, how cool would that be? That would be yeah. totally rad. I'm wouldn't okay that, waiting. Wouldn't that entail a special type of screen? It'd have to be a, a special type yeah. of screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a special type of projector or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Special okay. type of projector. Uh, knowing James Cameron, he'll yeah, probably have it nice. built. That, the, the fact that that... <laughs> That technology has not come out yet. Is uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty surprising. It's pretty surprising, but I see it happening. But it's very similar to out. the technology when you do those virtual reality rides when you wear exactly. those glasses. Exactly, right. it's yeah. similar technology. So we'll though. see. But that'll be you know. Yeah, so I actually quite a few years ago I was like I want smellovision. Like, yes. I, want, I want this, right? Because food, food channels like when you go to are Disneyland, huge, right? right? Except, yeah. except when Nick goes to the bathroom. Right. I think I'll skip that one. But, you so know, if we're watching up... Swallow, no thanks. No, but I came up with this idea, and I'm, I'm comfortable sharing it because I'll do nothing that's with a, it. That's a billion-dollar um, idea. So I was like, okay, what if TVs had cartridges that had smell smells in the cartridge like a yeah. printer oh wow and then based on what the television show was programming the tv to mix the smells into yeah. mm-hmm. would then create the smell that you smell like a printer like if printing on paper like if you're watching the wire mm-hmm. you know it'll smell like urine <laughs> <laughs> or if you're watching <laughs> you know if you're watching er it'll smell like a in the jungle it'll smell like armpits <laughs> Ew, that, no, that's gross right Awesome. I mean, it's totally doable in movie theaters, though, because you could put the little smelly cartridges so. in the in the exactly. in the back of the seat in front of you. Exactly. And you just shoot you in the face with armpit smell. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I think it's a dollar idea. I will pass. Okay. Yes. okay. Patent. <laughs> so one of the next Marvel movies is The Eternals. They haven't announced the schedule yet, but mm-hmm. The Eternals and the Black Widow movie are two of the upcoming Marvel movies that are confirmed. Oh, that's confirmed. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're confirmed. I figured after watching Endgame, I was like, oh, is that actually happening? Yeah. Well, so okay, apparently it is. Okay. We'll get to that because we we'll alluded to that. to that last week. But yeah. the Eternals uh, has um, has now ha- um, cast Richard Madden, who was Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, haven't mentioned what role he'll play, but he'll be a part of the Eternals. I dig him. Angelina Jolie, a megastar, has joined the cast. Really? We got... MCU Jolie has Angelina is, Jolie. I mean, they're running out of actors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And they need A-listers, right? They do. So, they, do they need A-listers. And also, Kumail Nanjiani has also um, joined as well. Um, I'm trying to remember what I've seen. I think he's the guy from The Big Sick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chloe Zhao will direct the film, um, of course, produced by the one and only Kevin Feige. Of course. Um, so do you know what this uh, the um, Eternals are about? It's kind of no cool. No idea. It focuses on a group of ancient human beings. Okay. Uh, an individual with knowledge of the project exclusively. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So the Eternals focuses on a group of ancient beings, and these ancient beings um, have been there since, like, the beginning of time, basically. Um, these um, these subjects have ge- uh, genetic potential to mentally manipulate limited quantities of cosmic energy and also have superhuman traits. So these are a race of ancient human being- beings created a million years ago. Okay. So the- these heroes have been around for a million years. Pretty crazy. Angelina Jolie has been around for a million years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, speaking of Avengers actors, Chris Hemsworth, uh, moving on to a comedy, his next project will be with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, hell yeah. 
Down Undercover. It's a buddy cop action comedy. Oh, hell yes. Which is going to be shot at the Cannes Film Festival, which, Vanessa, you said you might be attending, right? Uh, well, uh, my plane tickets are bought. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, yeah. That's rad. Yeah, I'm excited. Fancy I leave you. on Sunday. So, flying to Toronto Friday for okay. my cousin's wedding, and then from Toronto, driving to JFK. Wow. And flying out. So, you're definitely <laughs> going to Cannes. Well, yeah, uh, there's been an issue with my registration, oh. which I just found out uh, two days ago. Okay. So, <laughs> every uh, all my money has been given to Can. Okay. All I need for wow. them is to give me my badge. Okay. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Otherwise, fingers you're crossed. sneaking in. Positive energy. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, may just go anyway just to peek in and see what, go, it's, what you know, it's all about. find some unsuspecting person, rob them, and take their badge. Right. Yeah. Well, I did hear that if you do dress up as though you're part, as though you have a badge, sometimes you can sneak into the movie. There it is. Because uh-huh. the, they just look at you and assume you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, just, I don't just, know. Just doll up a little bit. You don't like a big deal. <laughs> In You'll a make foreign it work. country, I don't know if I'd be willing to test the legal. <laughs> All waters. you have to do is just be like, do you realize who you're talking to? Do you know to? who I am? Do you, do you know, know who I am? I am? <laughs> you let me in right now. Um, and then they'll be like, well, oh, good I'm luck sorry. with that because we'd like a correspondent when Below the Belt Show returns from Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I'm praying <laughs> I get to go. Yeah. Well, we hope you do. Thank you. That would be three major film festivals in a row. Aren't you lucky? Yes, and then I have TIFF in September. Are y'all oh, going to that Let's go. Let's go. I want to go. Road trip. <laughs> um, let's I, see. I've Pl- never been to like an official one. I've been to a couple like indie ones. But right. You got to go to one of the big, big ones. You, you should go to one, one of the big ones. They're good. It's yeah, a good one. It's a good time. It's on my list. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black Panther himself, will mm-hmm. produce and star in a samurai story <gasps> called Why? Yasuke in Yasuke. the 16th, cent- 16th century mm-hmm. Japan. Um, Narcos co-creator Doug Miro is mm-hmm. writing the script. Which centers on an African man who arrives in Japan in 1579. So this is a true story. And it's, it's a true story. It's a true story about yep. the, the one and only black samurai yeah. in the 1600s. Afro dynamite. Basically. I mean, wow. yeah, but it's a fucking true story. That's I'm so awesome. excited about that one. It's it's so it has good. a really cool premise. 1579. Yeah. Ancient Japan. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's well, basically ancient. the last samurai, but... Like, what actually happened. Okay. <laughs> this is during the, the samurai period. Yeah. Right. This is during yeah. the 1800s. Yeah. This was, I mean, it's a couple hundred years before The Last Samurai's. Of course, Last Samurai's fictional, but right. um, it's it's what The Last Samurai actually was, which was, wow. you know, you know, he was a black samurai. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm doing a horrible job of describing this. But okay. Yeah. So An outsider becomes a samurai. Basically. Okay. Basically what that's going to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield, uh, the second Spider-Man in, in movies. Number two Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, set to portray an acclaimed concert pianist, James Rhodes, in a music musical biopic about his life called Instrumental. So cool. That sounds pretty cool. Who was a great Spider-Man, but I didn't feel like was the best Peter Parker. Yeah. Who was your yeah. favorite out of the Toby. Toby. Um, Toby no, McGuire. I mean, honestly, McGuire. Toby was a fantastic Peter Parker yeah. and an okay Spider-Man. You like Tom Holland, don't you? I do. Um, yeah, they did them too quick. They did them too close together. They did. Yeah. Thank you. Thank well, you. Too well, close together. I mean, they did Toby <laughs> well, McGuire and Andrew all of a sudden Garfield they redid so the whole Sony could keep the license. That's the only reason why they did yep. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, yeah, because they wanted to put out more movies they before did. they lost yeah. the license. Well, but they yeah. could have continued Toby the story instead Parker. of redoing it. They, they could have. They could have. The Spider-Man. Because they don't want, for whatever reason, the movie universe does not want Peter Parker to grow up. Right. They wanted to stay high school, young age. Right. Yeah, yeah. But After this one, they kind of have no choice because he's no already choice, in his Because MCU kind of keeps people going forward. Moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're doing an, a new contemporary take on Black Beauty. 
It's a, okay. a, a novel about the deep, enduring bond between a 17-year-old girl and a wild horse to overcome her trauma, the loss of her parents' death. Mm. You kind of oud and ah there, Vanessa. Oh, a black beauty was definitely a that staple for me growing yeah, up. Was it was gut-wrenching. I cry in that movie. Do you cry? During Black <laughs> the last Nick. time I saw Black Beauty, I was a Black little kid. If yeah. I watch it now, I'll probably cry. When, yeah. did, when was the last movie released? <laughs> was that? See a movie 93, 94. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's you we, watch this horse go through freaking hell. We had the soundtrack <laughs> played at my wedding. You oh. did? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know you cried. You really I want to see you cry. We got to go see I mean, the soundtrack. With him. Well, wife. Captain, Mrs. Captain. Mrs. Captain. This was for Mrs. Captain's report. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. had I had film soundtracks played at my wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they're the best. Okay. The best. So Mackenzie Foy and Kate Winslet um, are going to be starring in this. Oh, Kate Winslet. Contemporary Kate. take on Black Beauty. Oh, And wow. my buddy Daryl came out to Darth Vader's Empire um, theme song at his wedding. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mel Gibson has an interesting role playing Santa Claus in an independent <laughs> comedy feature called Fat Man. Mel Gibson? <laughs> I yeah, Mel Gibson. What is this, Bad Santa? Probably. It's kind of like a bad Santa. Probably it's, a bad Santa. It's a rowdy, unorthodox Santa who, is, who is fighting his business decline while a de- neglected, precocious 12-year-old hires a hitman to kill him after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I like mean, me. It's it's <laughs> poor Something Mel, I would man. Do. That dude yeah, is just right? hunting for a paycheck mm-hmm. now. Riley Keough, um, the the first trailer for The Lodge, which I got to go to the red carpet at Sundance Film Festival, um, has just dropped. You want to check out the trailer? It looks awesome. Uh, Good night, mommy filmmakers Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala uh, directed it. Um, it looks like a scary, jump out of your pants, piss your pants, crazy trailer. So we're going to take a classic cut break and an interview break, and we're going to say goodbye to Miss Snorkels herself. Triple Dubs. Triple Dubs is going to leave the building. Yep. And when we get back, we're going to talk some Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. So um, I thought we should probably... You know, I, I always like to choose a classic cut that ties into things, and yeah. I had some trouble trying to think of one. And then I, I, I got back from Tribeca and wanted to catch up some shows, and I, I wanted to watch the Billboard Music Awards because they had a lot of great icons um, that performed, not just a lot of the contemporary acts that we see in here every day, but like Madonna mm-hmm. and Paula Abdul. And the winner of the Billboard Icon Award was Mariah Carey. Uh-oh. Of course. So... Mimi. So I was like, okay, well, all right. Um, Mariah did a like a big medley of hits. Of course she did. And this one particular song, which she sang, a lot of people in the audience were getting into. Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to play this song for the classic cut um, from the Emancipation of Mimi album. It's oh, called yeah. We Belong Together. Okay. Uh, Where is Sabrina? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sabrina would die. And then uh, continuing with the Awesome Con interviews uh, is an actor that I interviewed at Awesome Con. His name is Jim O'Hare. He plays Jerry on Parks oh, and Rec. Oh, Jerry. So I talked to Jerry himself <laughs> at two different events. That's awesome. I talked to him at Awesome Con, and I talked to him, him at Paley Fest in Los Angeles. And I'm happy to present both interviews. Hell Yeah. An amalgam of both, if you will. Did he remember you in the second one? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Which is great. So the one at the red carpet 
at the Paley Fest was a very short interview. Yeah. And I got to talk to him a little bit more at length. And it's interesting. He talks about Chris Pratt and talks about Avengers in this interview. Oh, sweet. It's kind of interesting. Okay. So, so here we go, guys. It's a classic cut break with Mariah Carey's We Belong Together, followed by two interviews with actor Jim O'Hare Jim from O'Hare. Paley Fest Los Angeles and from Awesome Con in Washington, D.C., guys. We'll be back here on Below the Belt Show, and we're going to say goodbye to Miss Snorkels, Vanessa Meadows, <laughs> and we'll be back after this. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. All right. Guys, we're here with actor extraordinaire Jim O'Hare. Extraordinaire. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> here at AwesomeCon 2019. How's your AwesomeCon experience been so far? This is my first AwesomeCon. It's my first con of any kind. Wow. And it's been awesome. The people are incredible. They're so nice. I mean, how can you hate going somewhere and people just tell you they like you? And some of them say they love you. I mean, come on. So it's been awesome. It's been great. My voice is... That part's a little tough, just vocally, right. but other than that, it's awesome. It's awesome because it is Awesome Con. It is Awesome Con. And you're That's actually right. here with your office uh, co-stars and uh, uh, Oscar Nunez. Oscar Nunez, uh, Kate Flanagan, Creed, Creed is here. Yes. yes, our Creed. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been we had yeah. great dinner last night together. Nice. It's it just people are like, oh my God, why are they together? Like it, it just makes no <laughs> sense when they see. First of all, it's always surprising to see people you know right. out and about, but then to see the two different shows, right? People are like, what? Well, the thing that's probably uh, amazing is that it is a reunion here at yeah. AwesomeCon, and we got to talk at Paley Fest in Los yeah. Angeles, which Love was that. an what awesome event because that was pretty much the entire cast. It um, was the entire cast. Yeah. Every yeah. one of us, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> has there been any new rumblings since Paley Fest of bringing uh, another iteration of Parks and Rec? Well, here's the thing, and this was, Mike sure said this at Paley Fest. Mm-hmm. It would only happen if there was a story to be told. He wouldn't mm-hmm. do it just to do it, just to have a reunion. Right. He'd want the right story to be told. And he also said, which was very sweet, he looked down the aisle at all of us and he said, every one of these people would have to say yes. Yes. Which yeah. I thought was really sweet. So, you don't know. I, but I can tell you this, and everyone said it tonight, we would all do it. If Mike sure called us mm-hmm. and said, hey guys, I have an idea. 
I guarantee you we would all make it work. Okay. Because when you have seven years of love and laughter, you want that to continue. Yes. And that's what we had. So, Absolutely. no, that's a no-brainer. Even Pratt, who's, you know, let's face it, he's all over the world shooting, mm -hmm. and he's in this, and he's in that. Uh, he would make it happen. So now, that's for sure. Now, do you think it would be best as another uh, series or a, perhaps a movie? Which, what kind wow, of format? I never thought about that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Maybe a limited run, like a six-episode something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It would, again, depend on the story. Right. Like, what does Mike and what does the brilliant minds want to tell, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, I think it should star only me. <laughs> I don't think we need the rest of them. I don't understand the the appeal of the rest of them. Uh, Chris Pratt's a little busy, I guess. Whatever, please. <laughs> so he's in the biggest movie in the history of movies yes. this weekend. Big deal. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Are you a fan of Chris's work in? in the Marvel Universe, yeah? Here's what I will tell you. When I began to watch the first Guardians, and he's out there dancing with his Walkman, that's Chris Pratt. And I thought, yes. he's going to be amazing. And he is amazing. So, yeah. it's, he's doing everything he should be doing. That is awesome. Yeah, what are your best. favorite fandoms outside of uh, what you've, you've done, obviously? I mean, as far as uh, things anything that, that Yeah, things that you love. Wow. I mean, we're here at a Comic-Con. There's people dressed up. I know, but I don't know most of what they're dressed as because <laughs> I'm 57 years old and I don't know much about anime or... Superheroes? Uh, superheroes. I'm not a Sci -fi. Star Trek guy so okay. much. I mean, I've done some episodes, but I, okay. I, I don't know much about it. So, yeah, I'm... I don't know. Uh, I like things like my dogs. So I'm a nice. fan of my dogs. That is great. I'm a fan of... Um, Palm Springs. Oh, I'm a fan of laying by a pool. So, I don't know. Those That's all what I fandom. Yeah. That's what I fandom. That's awesome. So, you recently did uh, Bad Times at uh, El Royale, which is a fantastic film, by the way. Uh, thank you. And yes. I'm in a new show on NBC, ABC called Bless This Mess. Oh, cool. It's on Tuesday nights uh, with Dax Shepard and Lake Bell. Oh, yes. And yes, a bunch that, of yes. others. Yeah. It's coming up soon, yeah. It already started already two started. weeks ago. Two weeks yeah. Two weeks. So, now we wait and see what happens. It's up to the rating gods now. Oh, nice. And then I start in May. I already, we already shot it. Uh, there's a spin off of a show called Suits called Pearson. And uh, I'm in that too. So yeah, wow. it's been busy. It's been You've good. Been all over yeah, yeah, yeah. small screen. And let's not forget all the over. neighborhood too. And the neighborhood and I just finished yeah. a Criminal Minds. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the lots of good stuff. Television well, star right here yeah, in no. Jim O'Hare. Thank you. I, I really, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're getting my thin side, aren't you? Yes. So sad. Jim, <laughs> if you could let us know who you are. And you're on click on this show. Yeah. That would be amazing. So, hey, I'm Jim O'Hare, and you are on click on this show right now. Back about this 10-year anniversary. Super happy, yeah. Uh, who would have thought 10 years later people would still care? That's the amazing part. And, of course, the question everyone wants to know is any possibility for a reunion show? Uh, we're shooting our first episode here tonight. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Wait, at least that's what I thought this was. Is this not what I thought? Oh, wow, crazy. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure everybody has busy schedules. Everybody's but... schedule's crazy, but I also know that um, I, I'm pretty sure I can safely say this was everyone's greatest experience work-wise, mm -hmm. and people would do what they could to get back. You know, even if it was just for a little... A little time. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I would love to see the series come back, as a lot of series do return eventually. Yeah. Or even a movie. Please. Love a movie. You know, we've yeah. only been off for like four years. It hasn't right. been all that long. It hasn't, no. We know that we're booting everything, so who knows? That's I'm fantastic. Well, Jim, I, I look forward to seeing this panel here at Thanks. the Paley Fest. And uh, any other upcoming projects you want to throw out really quick? Uh, I'm recurring on two shows. One is called Pearson, which starts in May on uh, 
USA Network. Okay. And then on Bless This Mess on ABC starts in April. Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks, thanks for talking to us here on Below the Belt Show's podcast. My pleasure. And we're back, guys. That was Mariah Carey. We belong together along with interviews of actor Jim O'Hare from Paley Fest and Awesome Con. Oh, Jerry. A twofer. Yeah. So here we go with our next segment. Oh, man. Oh. That's right. That's right. Lords and ladies, your grace. This is Lord... Albert of House Soto, <laughs> along with, that's right, Sir Captain of House Sir the Captain <laughs> of House Big Nick. I'll take it. And Lady Siren of House, of House Entertainer. The Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> Here for your weekly Game, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. discussion of episode four of season eight. 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 <laughs> so here we go, guys. Yes. Game of Thrones. Oh, man. Here we go, I everyone. Like All right. So 17.2 million viewers t- tuned in to watch the episode titled The Last of the Stocks. The Last of the Stocks. So it's a, man. it's a little bit of a slip in viewership, a 3.4 viewer decline, but the episode... Did not disappoint, guys. So let's 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 just let's, break, let's, let's break it down, let's man. Let's break it let's down. Go let's go let's down. jump into it. All right. So we had two major deaths. Um, I guess one. Yeah. Yeah, one dragon and one human, unfortunately. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So that was really sad. So again, it was listeners. If you have not seen episode four of Game of Thrones, you have to listen to this. We just spoiled another it for time because we. We spoiled one uh, dragon and one human uh, that's being Close your up. ears. Close yes. your ears. Yes. Um, but yes, I guess we should talk about those major moments first. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, now the dragon that we lost... Was Rhaegar. Was, was Rhaegar. Because mm-hmm. okay? we, we lost Viserys. Viserys yeah. last season. Yeah. Who, who was the, became the ice dragon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rhaegar was already wounded in the Battle of Winterfell. Yes, he was. Um, so Why Viserys? Yeah, so when Rhaegar... And Drogon mm-hmm. were flying over Euron Greyjoy and mm-hmm. his fleets. Yep. Euron Greyjoy, wow. Bullseye. Two bullseye spears yep. through Rhaegar. Yep. One through the chest and I believe one right through the three, neck. Three. He got three hits. Three, one three of the, hits. One of the wing, three. one of the chest, and one of the neck. And the neck right. was the one that did him the in. The neck, neck did him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost Rhaegar. Damn. Rest in peace, Rhaegar. Rest in peace, Rhaegar. Um, I think that the, the plan to do that is just to make... Um, Daenerys and 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 Winterfell uh, look a little more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you know. the dragons are some of the most powerful beings in Westeros. They, I mean, they, they are, are the, the most, most powerful. powerful. Okay. Yeah, and showing mm-hmm. their vulnerability, you know, mm-hmm. it it shows. It, it, it's not mm-hmm. just showing the dragons' vulnerability; it's showing Daenerys's because before yeah. this. She was the mother of dragons. Right. And she had three. And just seeing fl- three full-grown dragons flying around being all dragony, it's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still, Drogon is still terrifying. It's still a dragon, but there's only one. There's only She's one, She's down right. to one dragon. Yeah. Right. And, of course, that uh, battle with the dragons uh, mm-hmm. resulted in the destruction of some of the ships. Yep. Um, and in all that disaster... Yep. 
Tyrion, Grey Worm, they all had to swim to shore. They did. And Grey Worm could not find, find Masande. Masande, yeah. And then we find out that Masande was captured. Yep. Captured, unfortunately, by Euron. And Cersei. And then yeah. we get to the end of the episode, and yep. which is probably one of the most heartbreaking things to see. That was a rough one. It was a rough that one. Was that was a rough hard. one. Um, that was hard. Yeah, so Tyrion tries to talk some sense into Cersei. As usual. And she's not having it at all. As usual. Um, Tyrion, I think Tyrion definitely knew that she wasn't going to uh, yield. Yeah, mm. it, yeah, she knew. He, Yeah, he definitely knew that she was going to kill her. Like, there was mm-hmm. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And and one thing that I really noticed, because I w- I've watched it, like, maybe five times already, mm-hmm. one yeah. thing that I've noticed was that... Um, as Tyrion saw the inevitable happening, mm-hmm. he saw all this stuff was going to happen. He already knew. Yeah. And every time everything gave him, you know, everything came to pass as he knew it, he was just like, oh, man, I know that. And I, I think that he sees where this is going to go, yeah. which leads us to mm-hmm. what him and... and um and um, Varys. And Varys we're talking right. about. Yeah. He sees this happening before his eyes. He turns back after Masande is beheaded and he looks right. at her and he, and he sees he sees Daenerys' face. She's going full mad queen. And he's like, Oh mm-hmm. no. Which yep. when she goes mad queen, it could be at the expense of others. At the expense of, of King's, yeah. Landing. King's Landing. And Masande spoke it into into yeah. you know, she said Dracaris. Burn, Burn them, them all. Yep. Now, when she said the Dracaris, I was wondering if she was hoping Drogon heard her. But she can't say Dracaris. No, he, he doesn't follow the commands of anybody besides but, okay, so Daenerys. Masande cannot say that. Was, she that was, was a message that was, to Daenerys. Yeah, that was to Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say burn them. Burn them. Burn yeah. them all. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, and she was yeah. she wasn't just she I think she was talking to the army. She was talking to her side. She was talking to Grey Worm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dracaris. Yeah. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. And you know, if Avenged Daenerys me. was trying not to be that queen before and spare the civilians, because that was always the tactic. What the mm-hmm. tactic was to get rid of Cersei, save mm-hmm. the spare the civilians. Right. Because you want the civilians you you want the citizens of King's Landing to love her and not fear her. Right. Mm-hmm. She, now, because that's Daenerys yeah. has lost way too many people to yeah. to, to, to her, stay. Yeah, she's her lost Her field of everybody. fucks is barren. Yeah. She, she does not give a fuck anymore. Yeah, she. I mean, she just found out that her boo is is like is like is, the, is her the nephew. Rightful, rightful yeah, it's her nephew. Throne, it's her and nephew. The rightful heir. But I don't think the nephew yeah. thing bothers her too much. It's yeah, more I mean, the, the Targaryens are in the Her whole mission was to conquer and rule the Iron Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That was and her sit whole, on the Iron Throne. And, and, sit she's on no, the, yeah. and she's no longer heir to the throne. Right. right. But yeah, yeah, and, she kills yeah she, so she has essentially, mm-hmm. from the very beginning of this show, mm-hmm. lost everything. She's mm-hmm. lost her children. She's lost the child in her belly. She's lost her love. Yep. She's lost. Uh, she's lost her her armies. Cal Drogo. Yeah. yeah. She's lost. She's lost the uh, the, the the unsullied the, and the Dothraki. Yeah. Yep. The Dothraki. Which, which was from horrible, horrible planning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick with military strategy. Here it comes. Um, you don't put your greatest swordsmen and the unsullied outside of your fortress. To an enemy that outnumbers you ten to one. Right. Yeah. That is that is military tactics one on one. You mm-hmm. get it. You get behind the walls. Right. You get on top of the walls with stuff to shoot down. Right. 
And when they start building up like that, you have the the, the, the Dothraki lining the walls with their with their new swords right. and chopping them down. Mm-hmm. You don't ride them into the dark <laughs> and watch those flaming swords right. just go out one on one and lose your entire Dothraki yeah. army. Going back to the battle in Winterfell, of course. Bad moves, man. Right. Bad right. moves. Um, what else did we see in the episode? We saw Brienne uh, of Tarth, apparently. Um, she got her cherry popped. She did. She, yeah, she fucked. Finally. <laughs> yep. So she was a virgin. They had a little <laughs> drinking game, and mm-hmm. when uh, a Tyrion asked, are you a virgin, she mm-hmm. wouldn't comment, and she felt really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. As virgins probably tend to do when you call them out like that. Right. And again, so. Tyrion is very, very perceptive. He did all yeah. of the, he asked all those questions mm-hmm. because he knew that his brother Jamie had a thing for her. Yep. Right. Setting he that up. Had, yep. He set that, he set that all the way up. Good wingman. Now, mm-hmm. I read an article about Later on, I'm sure we'll talk about it, mm-hmm. um, from Dan and Dave about what Jamie said to um, Brienne. We'll get there. Keep going. Well, no, I, was just, I just wanted to yeah. talk about how, uh, I guess, kind of awkward the, 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 the scene was because oh, yeah. Jamie uh, had trouble with his shirt because he only has one he hand. He only has right. one arm. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so Brienne helped him, and then, of course... Brienne disrobed, but mm-hmm. she didn't show any nudity. I mean, good for her. You know, you know yeah. able to keep some of your class Keeping right. her virtuous. Yeah. Just yeah. keeping her virtuous. And I exactly. mean, I was, I was hoping to see some Brienne boobies, but I guess it didn't happen. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was good with not seeing them. And it wasn't yeah. because I liked to not see nudity, because mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah. But I, I liked I liked her being virtuous. And okay. I think that, I, I, you know, what really upset me was the fact that uh, Jamie was able to know that she and and he mm-hmm. wanted to maintain her virtue mm-hmm. if you go back into uh you know when he got his his hand cut off he was right. say he saved her from the you know from the guys that were trying to rape her and he yep, said that he right. wanted to keep her virtue intact mm-hmm. but then he goes and he does this and then leaves her i just yes. I, I just so i think that there's something else that's gonna happen behind yeah. this. so going back to what i said I read an article with an interview from Dan and Dave about what Jamie whispered in her ear before he left. Okay. Because he told us they like they told us exactly what he said. He w- and they wanted to get an authentic reaction out of the actress who plays Brienne. So when he goes in and whispers in her ear, he goes, "I do not love you." And the reaction that Brienne had was like her actual reaction. That they got that on the first take. Of her reacting to Jamie wow. saying that to Brienne, I don't love you. Wow. After they shared that night together, yeah. he leaves. And he leaves. So, yeah. what is his what is his mission now? Is he I, going to I think he's going to kill Cersei. Cersei? Nope. I think or is his he mission, still mission. Okay. I think his mission is to kill Cersei. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he does love Brienne. Yeah, I think he does. I but think he had to tell him. Always, he had to tell himself yeah. that to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, because he wanted to stay. Yeah. He but for us, the audience, I think that it, you know, for people that don't really know and can't really think that mm-hmm. that far ahead, it's it's something that Jamie's a dick. He's always going to be a dick. He's always mm-hmm. going to yeah. be, uh, you know, uh, so loyal to Cersei, who's hateful and vengeful and nasty and has yep. no feeling about anybody but her power yeah not even herself but her mm-hmm. the power that she has is no. her most important uh asset yeah i don't think it was straightforward as to whether jamie had the intention of trying to kill cersei or not, that's the right? that's the prediction now right. my theory is that is it possible he could want to align? He might want to go back. Do you want to align with Cersei? No, I don't, no. I don't, I don't think so love, at all. You know? And my prediction—it yeah, goes back to the prophecies yeah. as well. And the my prediction is that right. he's going to attempt and fail. 
attempt and fail. I think Jamie's because of going to die, or because he tried to and failed. Uh, I think he's going to try to and fail. Wow. I think Cersei's going to outsmart him, just like she's done every other man that's tried to kill her. Okay. And uh, and that'll be the last one. So you think Tyrion is going to kill her? Uh, I don't know. Um, well, either that let's or go Arya. back to the Valonqar pros- prophecy, which is yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that Cersei will die at the hands of her little brother. Yep. And it was in some kind of na- a tongue right. that mm-hmm. translates loosely to little brother. It was a high yeah. Valerian, right? Yeah. Was it Valerian? Yeah, I think it was Valerian. Yeah. Okay, so it was high Valerian, so it could be literally a little brother, which yeah. would be Tyrion. Could be Tyrion. Um, Jamie is technically the twin brother, but, yeah. um, but who was born first? I guess he Cersei was born Cersei first. Was born so first. either one of it could be either one, but little. Okay. Yeah, but right. if the if the signs are telling me anything, it's that Jamie's going to attempt and fail. Wow. Mm. That would be the that, that would be the you most Game just of Thrones. With Brienne. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Daenerys also declared Gendry no longer a bastard and nope. named him Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storms and. He tried to propose to Arya after just one time. Because now he's a lord. He's been loved and, her. And, oh yeah. And yeah, you know, he, he slept with her, and yep. he has. He's always loved her. Goo Gaga mm-hmm. eyes. Arya did kiss him. Yep. But like, refused nah. to be his lady because she's, she's lady. never been right. Mm-hmm. She's not a lady. She's just she's a, a wild. She's like she's like uh, right. she's like her wolf. What is the wolf's name? Uh, uh ghost. No, 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 Ghost was John's oh, um, witch. We'll talk Nymeria. about that. Nymeria. Nymeria, yeah. She, right. Nymeria, you see how Nymeria, she has her own pack now. And she yeah. runs right. wild and she, mm-hmm. you know, she does all the... I think that that is like Arya. Arya yeah, like wants Arya. to be a lone wolf. Even though she loves Gendry, she just can't... She can't be tamed. Yeah. Like Miley Cyrus can't exactly. be tamed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah, but, which but makes it fitting that she's though. with the hound. The fact <laughs> yeah. that they're together is good. So let's see. There's also the big secret that Danny does not want John mm-hmm. to talk about um, his true, his um, true. parentage yep. and uh, that he's rightful heir of the throne. Yep. And then he tells the nurse that he has to tell his siblings, mm-hmm. Arya. Yep. And Sansa. Yep. And of course, Bran, Bran already knew. Bran already knew. Right. That's what yeah. So it everything. was a really cool scene and with, with John, Bran, mm-hmm. Arya, and Sansa, where Bran goes, It's your choice if you want to tell them. Yep. And um, John says, Okay, you tell them. And yep. they cut. That was yeah. good. I yeah. like how they did that. Mm-hmm. And then, we didn't need to hear it a, a second yeah. time. We really didn't know what it is. And right? then, yeah. of course, fucking Sansa waiting a whole five minutes and telling Tyrion. My girl. <laughs> well, not like, exactly. Ned Stark <laughs> would would flip in his already flipped grave because I'm sure he woke up as a no. What it was yeah. like? I held this secret for 18 fucking years and what, you had it for what five the, minutes. No, no. What Daenerys said yeah. was there might be another. Yeah. That's uh, the rightful heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't reveal. So she didn't really divulge it. Oh, know? but he he was able to put two and two together. Him and Varys, no. Oh, okay, That's okay. right. They talked about okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, they start talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, I think she told him. I think they I think just she, didn't I show I think us. she straight up told him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I think. That, that secret did not last for long. Mm-mm. Loose, wow. link, loose mm-hmm. lips. Loose lips. Sink wow. shit. Snitches get stitches. Word yes. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man, but rest in peace. Masande of Noth, played by... Emmanuel, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Na- Natalie Emmanuel. Yep. Man, she is so beautiful. Oh, she's, she's gorgeous. beautiful. Oh, Absolutely she's pretty. Gorgeous. And the only woman of color. Yeah. I know. And that and that that's no? another thing that yeah. makes it so controversial her yeah. death. Because yeah. she yeah. was she was supporting, 
you know, I guess what we say, a white woman in power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a supporting cast, and she died for her. She and died she for Daenerys, right. So there's this big uproar on the internet about that right now. A- among the African-American yeah. viewers of yeah. Game of Thrones? Yeah. 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 Game of Thrones has always had a trouble with their... With their People of color. Well, con- with the, with you with yeah. that and just controversy in general. Yeah, the yeah. slaves are all people of They're color. All people of color. Yeah. All yeah. the slaves the Marine, in there are people. The yeah. Marine. yeah. The unsullied. Slaver, yeah. Slavers Bay. And yeah, then, slavers, and all then of them what are I call Operation color. Human Shield, which was all the Dothraki and all the unsullied being up in front, protecting all the white people in, right. in Winterfell. Right. Which, right. like I said, military tactics. Come on, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um. So um, <laughs> Natalie Emanuel made uh, a post uh, about her time on Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, she made sure to shout out Amelia Clark and co-star Jacob Anderson, who plays mm-hmm. Grey Worm. Yeah, the two actors she spent the most time with on the show. She said it's been uh, one of my greatest joys playing Masande of Nath, uh, the quiet and kind translator, a brilliant woman who overcame so much suffering and found herself, her voice, and her one and only love. She represented so much more personally that I have no choice but to carry the things she has taught me into my life going forward. Thank you to everyone who made it possible for me to play this part, this life-changing part. There are too many to list. So there you go. Um, Wow. That was something else, man. Um, Yeah, dude. um, So rest in peace, Masande. Um, and Rhaegar. And Rhaegar. And Rhaegar. Uh, the two. Mm-hmm. We had a. Man, and, and the very beginning of the episode was really sad. We yeah. saw the funeral pyre. Yeah. Of some yeah. of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Uh, Leanna Jorah, Mormont. Jorah Mormont. Leanna Mormont. Jorah Mormont. Mm-hmm. Theon Greyjoy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Theon. Um, <laughs> poor boy. He finally, he finally redeemed himself. Yeah. 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 The, um, the final Night's Watch uh, mm-hmm. member. Um, uh, Stan? No. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Dan. No, I think it's actually Eddard. Eddard, yeah. Eddard. Something fucking like and that. And then the guy with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah, the guy who died a lot. Beric Dardarian. Beric Dardarian, who had multiple lives, and yep. his resurrector is no longer no, around. He, he had one last one. He had one last life. Yeah. Right. Um, Saved Arya. Mm-hmm. How sad was it the little bear died? Oh, oh, the little bear. She but went she, out like a She line. went out just as she came in yes. with a yeah. big swinging dick, man. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? I was... I was. It's not like I was happy to see her go, but the way she went out, she went out with was like, boots yeah, on. she was yeah. such a badass. Yeah. All right. And so, can, so can we talk about now the most infamous part of the show? Unintentional. Uh, Jon Snow not petting his fucking dog. Oh my god! I was thinking more of a prop that was left. Oh, we're talking about Starbucks game. Oh, yeah. yes, Starbucks, Starbucks game. Yes, Starbucks coffee. Oh uh, yeah, a nice little hug to Ghost would have been nice to send him off. Yeah, yeah that was so that sad. Pissed me off. That was the goodest boy. That and, was the goodest boy. <laughs> and he was wouldn't even fucking be like, hey, you did a good job, buddy. Just just going with Torment and get yeah. him. Yeah, now I'm ready. He couldn't even look him in the eye. Exactly. He couldn't even look him in the no eye. No compassion. No compassion. And wow. Well, I, you know what? I, I didn't think, think it has that, to be yeah. something dude. behind that, too, but because he would have wanted I'm, to stay. Yeah. But now I'm ready for Torment and Ghost spinoff in the North. All right. I saw <laughs> that. That would be great. All right. So during the drunken celebration, we saw Torment sing the praises of Jon Snow, and then Daenerys Targaryen didn't appear to be happy. And then we saw the cup. The cup, guys. That's right. That was a contemporary so awesome. They should have left cup, it. which uh, yeah. the producers say was not Starbucks, which was a uh, um, a coffee shop in, in Belfast or whatever. Yeah. It's um, not the first coffee cup that's made it on Game of Thrones either. I, I know. I didn't know that. This yeah. Jamie, Lannister Jamie Lannister had one. Jamie Lannister had one in his hand. 
I th- want to say it was for the was it for the trial of Tyrion, where he's standing there and he's got it in his hand. Jesus I Christ! Think so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. From the same all, spot. With yep. the budget and and the 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 crew, the Man, amount of you crew. You just need your caffeine sometimes. I know. I understand why you need caffeine, but why didn't somebody catch that? You think? Mistake? Well, think about it like this: editors have to go literally frame by frame right. on that show, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So they probably saw that as a cup, either as a cup that was meant to be there. Or they just didn't want to spend the extra time to remove it. Mm, well, they removed they it. Removed it they removed quickly. it. They, well, they removed it after the backlash right. from viewers. Yeah. They, well, the backlash from viewers, but they actually, if you go to HBO Go or yeah, HBO if you watch now, it now, the cup's not there. The cup is not there. They but re- on, yeah. they H- on Hulu this. HBO, it's still there. Yeah. Are you sure? Really? Yeah, I watched it before I got here. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. wow. Okay. <laughs> but as far as I know, the only people that can see it are the ones that DVR'd yeah. or mm-hmm. watched live yeah. the 9 p.m. airing on HBO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, when you I know watched it, actually when I saw watched, the cup. Yeah, when know? I watched it on HBO Now, I saw it. It was, right. on, it was on HBO mm-hmm. Now. So. Yeah, do you know how, even though it wasn't Starbucks, do you know how much publicity that gave Starbucks? That's like millions of dollars <laughs> even in yeah. advertising. Even yeah, though yeah. it wasn't a Starbucks Even though it wasn't yeah. even Starbucks. So think of it like the the, the, the yeah. actual company that the, that owned the cup was, was probably furious. Yeah. Because like, Starbucks Motherfucker, is, Starbucks, Starbucks getting all the goddamn credit. Yeah, yeah. But you know yeah. what? For Americans, they can't even get their coffee, so what does it matter to them? Exactly. You know? I mean, it's an, it's it, even though it's shot in Belfast and all over Europe, yeah. it, at the end of the day, it is an American it, job. Right. Exactly. Right. Um... But uh, yeah, no, I thought that I mean, it had the whole internet talking. If anything, it oh was, yeah, the, the, it brought more publicity to the show. It did. Maybe it will bring in new viewers. You never know. There's people don't want to tune in. Two more episodes left. You know, maybe they. And a lot of people are, are, are you know saying conspiracy theorists that they intentionally put the cup there mm-hmm. to to kind of you know cause this uproar that that, that has resulted. You, you know, know have people talking. This show has been wrapped in controversy from since day one, right? right? Mm-hmm. So it would make it sense. Would, so it wouldn't surprise you if they. It wouldn't surprise me if it was intentional, but right. You know, it's gone now. Right. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Kimmel joked about in his monologue. I knew there were a lot of Starbucks. I I didn't know it expanded to Winterfell. I didn't know there was a house macchiato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Stephen Colbert had a whole sketch on Daenerys at a Starbucks, and he addressed it further at his desk when he joked the new character was a latte of House Starbucks. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. Oh, yep. second phone call. There it is. And uh, there you go. And, mm. and we cannot wait for episode five, the penultimate um, episode of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see a war. Yeah. Battle of uh, King's Landing. There battle of King's Landing. So, mm-hmm. lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. So, a battle of okay. two fierce queens is coming. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones has a tendency to stage huge moments in the second to last episode. They always do. So, yeah, it's going to be crazy. This will also be close to 90 minutes long, just yep. like the last two episodes. Here we go. Round two. So, look out for episode five. Yeah. All right. This is a special treat. Something different here on Below the Belt Show. As you know, Met Gala took place this past Monday in New York City. And we have... A fashionista, red carpet expert, and publicist on the line to talk about some of the fashions at Met Gala. We have Ashley Buck on the line. What's up, Ashley? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey. Hey. What's up? Ashley, good to have you on Below the Belt. So Ashley has provided some of her great clients in the past to be featured on the Below the Belt show. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I guess yeah. found out from your social media that you are quite the um, red carpet enthusiast, shall we say? 
I, I guess, yeah, I guess you can say that. I mean, it's one of my passions, like definitely with award season and, of course, the Met Gala, the, the red carpet of all red carpets. I'm, I'm a huge fan of watching celebrities walk and see what they're wearing. <laughs> okay, so I guess I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about here on Below the Belt Show um, so, some of the best and the worst at this uh, Met Gala event from this past Monday. Of course, I was in New York City for Tribeca, I wish I would have stayed a couple days later, mm-hmm. uh, but then again, you told me that it's uh, virtually impossible to get a ticket to this. It's, it's, it's not a ticketed event, so right. really a little bit of background on what the Met Gala is. So the Met Gala is held every year on the first Monday of May, um, and it's actually a benefit for the Metropolitan Museum of Art Costume Institute. Oh. So it's not something that the general public can actually purchase a ticket to or go to. The list mm. is actually curated by Anna Winter, and she curates um, the celebrities and the stylists and the designers who all come to the event. So it is a a special invite-only event. Wow. When is our invite going to happen, Ashley? That's all I want to know. Oh, my God. Maybe one day. I'm working (laughs) on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) Even to depress for this. All right. So um, I I guess I have some notes on Met Gala first. Um, I actually Can, have some notes as well. You do? As I well? actually got oh. some of it. Yeah. You got some of it too. Okay, so yeah, like, dude. I guess we'll talk about some of the fashions. Uh, what do you think of, first of all, Kim Kardashian's Met Gala look? Um, going for like a wet look, which uh, seems like, you know, something that Kanye uh, uh, would like. Or Probably enjoy. appreciate it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what, that what did you yeah. think of Kim's look there, Ashley? Nice. So, well, first off, I'll say, I think she looked. Stunning. I think um, she looked beautiful, and and kind of the the whole thing behind her outfit was she was supposed to look like a California girl exiting the ocean, going straight to a red carpet. Yeah. I loved her look, but <laughs> it was not on theme. So the Met Gala has a theme every year, okay. and this oh. year's theme was camp notes on fashion. So it was supposed to follow along the lines of over-the-top, theatrical look, right. um, artificial exaggeration. And to me, she just looks like her regular old Kim self. So yeah. I wish she would have stepped out of the box more. So I was actually very bored with her look. Wow. Yeah. And Kanye, even more boring, right? Just going for even more boring. a black yeah, Dickies like jacket, just, and that's it? And his Yeezys. He looked like he just stepped uh, off a basketball court. I was going to say, you kind of want to dress up to one of these things? I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. At least in a suit. At, at least, right? I mean, yeah. Kanye just really doesn't give a fuck, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. No, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he does anymore. He is Kanye West, after yeah. all. So Kim's sister did a little better. Kendall? Would you say Kendall and, and Kylie did a little better on the carpet? Yeah, they did a little better. They they had a lot of color, um, yeah, which I liked. Better. I liked the orange feathers, but it's I kind of funny that did. they're getting, um, <laughs> compared to Cinderella's evil stepsisters yeah. on the social media. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It worked. They both donned Versace gowns with feathers of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um. So, oh, so let's talk about Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga went through what four? Lady Gaga Al- was doing the most. Yeah, the most, right? Yeah, the most. Yeah, so she it. had um, four changes actually. So um, also, Lady Gaga was one of the gala's co-chairs um, as well. So along with Harry Styles, Serena Williams, and Alessandra Michelle, who's the creative director of Gucci. So Gaga had to make a big entrance. So, so she all made four of her looks were designed by her friend Brandon <laughs> Maxwell. So first she came out in this parachute-like fuchsia dress. 
yeah, and yep. did a whole like five minute up and down the carpet with that. And I love that. I honestly thought that was going to be her outfit at first. And, and then, then, they, and then. <laughs> like unzipped her to reveal this beautiful black strapless gown. I loved it. There was some flow on the hip. She looked beautiful. And then she completed her look by holding an open umbrella. It was very breakfast at Tiffany's. And she was like lying on the steps of the, the Met Gallery. Yep. She was. <laughs> kind of kind of towards the end there when we got to her final look, which was, right. you know, what we're used to seeing from Mother Monster, which she is her She was probably bra. really tired. Yeah. yeah. She might have so. been. I yeah. would have been after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, Harry Styles earlier. It's interesting how some of the men definitely push boundaries. You, you yep. said that some of them were a little plain, but some, like Harry Styles mm-hmm. and Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. My favorite was Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. That was Ezra, my favorite as well. Ezra Miller was my favorite. <laughs> I loved Ezra Miller. So Ezra Miller, uh, if you could talk about Ezra Miller's Yeah, style. so Ezra Miller's look, what I mean, especially his makeup, he basically had eyes all over his face. <laughs> and, and Ezra Miller, just as a person, has yeah. always kind of stood out for me. For those who don't know who Ezra Miller is, he played the, the Flash. Flash. Yeah. He played the Flash. Mm. Um, but he's super big into fashion and all this other stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, so him and for me it was also Cardi B. Those are my two. Oh, those are your two. Those okay. are my two. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, other men that kind of stood out were Darren Chris, fellow Filipino. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah. Th- these are straight men that are not afraid to, you know, get yeah. a little flamboyant, you know, a little yeah. uh, crazy, like a little camp. Yeah. Oh, well, Ezra being gay. Ezra, Ezra is, gay, is gay, but... but And Billy yeah. Porter is gay, too, so they... Mm-hmm. You, sometimes you can't expect that from gay yeah. men, but with straight men, when they... When they do these kind of... Um, yeah. Like, I wasn't uh, really... Fe- how yeah. are you feeling about Jared Leto? I love Jared. Um, it's what I expected from him, to be honest. Yeah. It, it had that rock star Jared look. I love the severed mannequin head. The severed that Jared, was Jared head. That such a cool touch. It kind of brings me back to him playing the Joker, with him just doing Jokery things. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I just want to jump back to Ezra Miller quickly. Oh, please so do. I'm from Vancouver. Yeah. Um, Canada, and the girl that actually did his eye makeup is from here. Oh, hell yeah. Her name's Mimi Choi. Yeah, and she's from Vancouver, and she specializes in this, like, illusionist look. Oh, And wow. I was so excited to see some, like, Canadian talent showcase in that way on that pink carpet. Huh. Okay, good good shout-out to uh, Vancouver, huh? To have oh, that yeah. featured at Met Gala. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> So Zendaya had a uh, full-on princess look in uh, Tommy Hilfiger, and it's interesting because Lindsay Lohan had a bone to pick on Zendaya and said that Claire Danes wore the dress first, and uh, so, I don't know why someone thinks that they can be more chic ever. Is what well, they're two totally different dresses, because I also compared Zendaya's to, to Claire's. Claire's was more of a fiber fiber optics dress, and it was it was... Classy. It was chic. It was beautiful. It was silhouetted very well on her look. But then Daya took it to another level where she actually was Cinderella. And mm-hmm. the way she arrived on the red carpet, she arrived with her stylist LaRoche. Mm-hmm. And he played her very godfather, as she liked to put it. And he waved his wand and her dress went from a crystal gray into an actual bold blue Cinderella gown. And even her purse was Cinderella's carriage. So she played Cinderella. She camped it up as a Literally put magic into her costume. She literally did. It, yeah. it was great. And while I think both her and Claire were wonderful, I think Zendaya pulled out the camp with it. In regards to Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's just jealous, I think, to She's, be honest. She hasn't been invited. Uh, she hasn't been to Met Gallon since 2007. 
No. And I think no. maybe she's. And I mean, I don't ever think you're going back, to be honest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, the uh, speaking of outlandish. Katy Perry had two different crazy looks. The chandelier. One was a chandelier <laughs> look with Savarsky crystals uh, over a strapless dress. And then she goes for a hamburger cheese look. A ch- cheeseburger. A there's, cheeseburger. There's cheese in right, there. Right, we're just cheese. Okay, cheeseburger, cheese hamburger. Burger. As uh, someone who eats <laughs> many cheeseburgers, I can recognize that. <laughs> 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 what is going on through Katie's head wearing a cheeseburger costume designed by I Moschino? I love the cheeseburger. Hey, really? You like it's out of the box before? thinking, man. <laughs> <laughs> it made me want to get she a cheeseburger. She went from the sweet to the savory. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the sweet! Oh, because yep. of the um, California girls with yep. the ice cream yep. thing, and also then, a chandelier wasn't she? I, she was a, a siren in the mic. Yeah, she was also a chandelier. That hey, she was, yeah. So her first look was a Moschino chandelier. She yeah. literally walked like a crystal chandelier. It, it made I me think it. of Beauty and the Beast with the guy who was oh, the yeah, who yeah, was Lumiere. the Lumiere. Yeah, Lumiere, that's, right. that's where I went with it. <laughs> so, um, who were your uh, top? Um, who were your top five? Oh, top five. So I, I usually pick six to 12 looks every year, and I love 30. But I oh guess boy. if we're going to go with my top five this year. Okay. So Lady Gaga in yeah. Brandon Maxwell. Uh-huh. Billy Porter in his custom theatrical homage to Ancient Egypt, which is done by the blonde. Yep. I really, really, really loved Casey Musgraves in, in the Moschino Barbie. Yeah, all pink, right? Yep. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, all pink. And that is something I would wear, personally. <laughs> I love Barbie, and nice. I love pink. And I saw her, and I was like, I need to wear that in my life. <laughs> um, of course, Zendaya in Tommy Hilfiger um, yes. as Cinderella. Yep. Cinderella. And then I'll have to go with Michael Uri in Christian Siriano. I don't know if you saw him. He was half in a tux and half in like a pink dress. Yes, I did yeah. see that. Wow. That's yeah. take, that's and definitely then, camp. It was camp. And then Janelle Monet, who is also in Christian Siriano, yep. in like a Picasso kind of look. And her bralette was um, an eye, and it actually blinked. And it blinked. I saw that. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, what about the worst looks or that, most disappointing? That, that blinked, yes. So the most disappointing, I've got a bit of a list, um, but I think I can just tie them up. So while I think the three of them looked stunning, um, Giselle, Haley Baldwin, and Carly Kloss. Haley Baldwin! Ah, she looks so hot. Beautiful. <laughs> I know. They looked great. She had a thong on. She it, was wearing to, a thong. To me, okay. I know. And I loved it. And it was also very Barbie chic. Right. But it wasn't what I was expecting more from Haley. Um, okay. Giselle's always a little boring at the mat. I'm never really excited with her. Okay. And then with the men, all these men just showed up in a black tuck. So we got Liam Hemsworth, Justin Thoreau, Sean Mendes, Richard Madden, Michael B. Jordan, Kanye West, and most surprisingly to me, Rami Malek and Tara Edgerton, who are now known for the two men of camp because Rami, of course, played Freddie Mercury, and right. Taron is playing Elton John playing in the upcoming movie. You thought he was going to go more so, over the top. Yeah. I did. I did expect that. And maybe it's because they're over the top in their films that they wanted to subdue it. But all those men I just listed were in a variety of black suit. Except yeah. for and Kanye. I was just bored. Well, yeah. you mentioned Kanye. Kanye just took he a casual. He wasn't even in a tux. Yeah, he was just in a he No, was, he wasn't even in a tux. You're right. right. He was just in a zip-up jacket and Yeezys. Right. But yeah. the rest of them were all in all in black tuxes. Yes, okay. with a little bit of shimmer and a little accent, but yeah. I was completely bored with 
all of them. And they're all really good-looking men. <laughs> so I was very disappointed in that. Um, I have to say, you Rami know, had really cool shoes. Oh, I loved his shoes. Yeah, the, the cool red and black shoes. That yeah. was kind of cool. Um, yeah, so I would wear those as well. I love them. We also saw um, a couple uh, uh, Met Gala debuts as couples, I guess, as a married couple for the first time, as Sophie Turner and uh, Joe Jonas. Yes. They arrived at the uh, Met Gala. Oh, yeah. They got married in Vegas right after the uh, Billboard Music Awards. Oh, that's right. And then they debuted they there. They did. Yeah. And also, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx uh, turned up yeah, at the Met Gala. You know what? Well. I actually didn't see any photos of them. Did you see photos of them together? I saw photos of them separately. That's a good, that's that's a good point. I didn't see any photos of them, no. I guess together is a. Wow. So are they together or not? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's still a mystery. Have they have they confirmed their relationship or no? I not officially. I don't think. I've never really heard. It's always through a source, and their sources are never really their actual friends or people who know them. So I, I, unless it's from their publicist or their mouth, I I'm not going to believe it yet. So you never know. Okay. Um, and I guess another one I should mention is uh, Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. She went Celine a little Dion, yeah, too. she did. And how about Haley Stein? Head, yeah, her, go ahead. Her headpiece was over 20 pounds. Wow. She, and she's such a tiny lady, I just couldn't imagine how that would feel on, on your head. She had to do some shoulder shrugs yeah. to strengthen up the neck muscle. Wow. Well, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> biased for this beauty, but Lily Collins... Yeah. Wow. Oh, your favorite. Yeah. I mean, she's my homie, you know, and she, you know, I we she hung is. out at the uh, premiere of Extremely Wicked literally three days before Met Gala. So. <laughs> right, right. And I thought she looked great. What did I, what did I, I spoke she, with you yesterday and she I said that she had, looked like a very over-the-top mm, Priscilla Presley. A little bit, but she had kind of like these like butterflies in her hair. She had like, um... Some crazy lashes going on, eyelashes going yeah. on. Yeah, she just looks stunning, and she's she actually posed with um, um, who's the other Collins lady? Um, Jackie Collins? Oh, oh Joan yeah. Collins. Um, Joan Collins. Joan Collins. Joan, Joan Collins. Collins. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing her Instagram saying uh, the Collins are at Met Gala. So <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got to we got to do a Met Gala sometime because they also have really crazy after parties. Apparently, Kim Kardashian threw um, a post party at Up and Down in New York City, which is the premier uh, club in New York. Um, also, she looked um, great at the after party. By the way, she went more camp for her after party than she did for the red carpet. That's actually a good. Point. I thought she should have worn that on the on, well, the pink carpet. Sorry. I thought she should have wore her after party outfit to the actual night. Yeah, night. she had like a wig on, and Kanye like wore the same thing to the after party. He wore his jacket. And <laughs> he wore the same like boring. Uh, no, it was kind of a cool jacket, but mm-hmm. I, I read that it was only like forty three dollars. I feel like he was like at the house, and and Kim's like, "Yo, let's go, let's, the, go. let's go." He's like, "I don't want to get dressed." He's like, "I don't care, just come." <laughs> <laughs> and he just showed up. He just showed up. He's yeah, like, "I'm not gonna get go. dressed up. I'm just gonna put on a jacket." Future episode. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, that is hysterical. Yeah. Um, we also saw Harry Styles and Kendall Jenner. They're rumored to have dated at one point at the after party, uh, conversing and talking. And um, but yeah, there's this whole bunch of really cool parties that had happened. And uh, um, Ashley, we definitely have to do, uh, if, if not Met Gala, maybe TIFF or definitely um, another festival. For sure. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. We've got to plan that. Like, tip would be great. And you were speaking about Sundance earlier. And yes. like, I'd love to go to that. And yes. There's so many. There's so many great ones out there. It's just finding the time. <laughs> <laughs> what is, um, what is um, the latest in, in your life, Ashley, as far as publicity? Well, right now, so I'm um, newly launched. Um, my own company, actually. Nice. So it's called, yeah, so it's called ADB Publicity. Um, very new. Um, so I'm just kind of ramping that up. My website's up now. So that's nice. at www.adbpublicity.com. And I'm just starting to, you know, get out there with some agency managers and my friends who are actors and try and get some more clients for myself and, and get that business growing. Because, yeah. of course, I love the entertainment world and I would of love course. to get you know, more press for, for more actors and actresses and filmmakers out there. So it's, it's new, but I'm, I'm really excited to get going on it. Right on. Well, best of luck with that, Ashley. You're definitely one of my favorite publicists. And hopefully oh, thank you. we'll be interviewing some of your clients here on Below the Belt Show in the future. But I appreciate you calling in to talk about Met Gala. And, um, yeah, talk and shop. Yes. So that was we'll, so fun. We'll have right? you talk more red carpet uh, in the future with us. Sounds good. Anytime. Anytime. Ashley, you're you're the best. Thank you so much for calling in the Blow the Belt. No worries, guys. Have a great night. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that's a new thing. Is that, that's a new thing. Is that a Hollywood thing? That's a Hollywood thing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So Siren, looks like we're losing um, yeah. panel members. They're just dropping like by flies. the minute. And yeah. uh, Siren, you, you have to you have to take your exit. Yeah, yeah I have to okay. call you guys, but it's been great, and I'll be back when the hiatus is over. I promise. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So I decided. We will play an interview break. Well, as we say goodbye to Siren, because this actually works out, because we have a lot of interview content to push through before B2B takes our little summer hiatus. Uh, This is um, the voice of the Capitals. He's a local actor, local voice actor, has voiced a lot of video games. His name's Wes Johnson. Oh, snap. You know who Wes Johnson is. I know who Wes Johnson is. Dude, I knew you were. Dude, I'm the BTB gamer, man. I knew you were the gamer. That's me. And did you know he's also the voice of the Washington Capitals? Uh, actually, yes. yes. I didn't know that. Yes. So, really good interview. I got to talk with this, uh, I guess, local legend. Yeah, he, he's been in the industry for a long time. Yeah, he has Very been. successful. Oh, Another yes. great interview from Awesome Con. Um, so, here we go, guys. This is Wes Johnson, and we're going to say goodbye to Siren the Entertainer Davis, and we'll be back with more, more entertainment here on Below the Belt. Bye. <laughs> guys, we're here at actor, voice actor. He does many things, and we're here at AwesomeCon 2019. It's Wes Johnson. Wes, are you enjoying AwesomeCon so far? You know, I mean, you know, it's coming, but it's awesome. I'm having a great time. That is this the keyword awesome, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, what's not to like about this? Every nerd thing that, that warms the cockles of my nerdy heart <laughs> are here. Uh, I was even able to find a little something for my wife. It's a uh, cameo brooch, but if you open it, Inside, it's a watch. Oh wow! It's like it's like a stopwatch, mm-hmm. but for the ladies. But for the ladies, and you have to please the wife, of course. Yes. And you you actually showed us some great photos. You actually had some fan moments uh, yourself. I did. Yes? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got you know I've been walking around, uh, meeting people. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, right here I've been between Mike Coulter, who's Luke Cage, and yes. on this side it's uh, Kevin Sorbo, who's uh, Hercules. Exactly. Well, it kind of makes it like you know hero zero hero, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm all right with that that kind of sandwich, so. Well, 
There's certainly, I hear, when it comes to being the voice of the Caps, the Capitals. Yeah. Um, of course, how what was it like uh, being the voice of the Capitals, especially last year with winning the Stanley well, Cup? Well, last year, yeah. this didn't suck. Uh, uh, dude, look at that. Getting the championship. Uh, it, it was my 18th season, mm -hmm. my 18th year with the Capitals to yeah. get the ring. And even though uh, we ended in the first round this year, uh, yeah. that's still kind of fine because it's kind of like still the end of our huge year-long celebration. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've never been happy when a season ends. Not happy that it ended this year. Mm -hmm. But you're still basked in a kind of a warm glow from having won it all, la you know, won it all last year. So it's, it's an unusual feeling. Mm -hmm. I, I probably will never feel as okay and copacetic about going out of the playoffs again. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're just short this year. However, there's always uh, next season. Yeah. Yep. And hey, uh, listen, it doesn't have to be back-to-back. -back. We'll take another one at yeah. separate years. That's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I love is that you've done all the, the Baltimore staple, uh, Baltimore D.C. staple shows. Yeah. Beep. Um, you've done um, The Wire and Homicide. What, what has been your uh, your favorite also, Baltimore production moment? Well, the Baltimore production moment would have to be being in a John Waters film. Uh, and uh, basically, it was uh, a dirty shame. I played, uh, I don't know, you can bleep this, correct? No, you can say whatever the F you want here. Well, uh, my character's name was Fat Fuck Frank. Uh, he was a, uh, a motorcycle uh, gang guy, and his girlfriend was Selma Blair. And I got to work with Tracy Ullman and Johnny Knoxville and Chris so cool. Isaac. And it was just, I mean, to be in a John Waters film and work with all a, a number of the original Dreamlanders like um, yeah. Mink Stoll, and, uh, you know, Mary Vivian Pearson and, and those folks are just, that was like a dream come true. And uh, uh, John is just hilarious and wonderful. And, uh, you know, being involved in shows like that, it means the world. Uh, I've done stuff here. I've done stuff in L.A. I've, I'm here yeah. today because I've done about 60 different video game voice characters and oh, things wow. like uh, uh, the Elder Scrolls series, you know, Morrowind, Skyrim, Oblivion. Uh, Shivering Isles, uh, The Legends. Uh, I've done uh, so awesome. Fallout 3, 4. Fallout 3, that's a Fallout huge game. Fallout 76. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, you actually play your, do you actually play the games yourself, or are you mostly just the I one? I play. You actually I've play? Got, I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours on there. Listen, oh. if you don't immerse yourself into these worlds, how yes. do you expect someone else to get immersed in it? That's, that's so true. You know? Yes. And, yeah, and, and I didn't play a whole lot of them before I did Morrowind. Mm -hmm. But after Morrowind, I started playing Morrowind. I put like 300 hours on Morrowind. Mm -hmm. And then when I went back, because of the playing it, it made what I did so much more realistic and I would think Im immersible when I did Oblivion. You know, because then I could close my eyes. <laughs> Truthfully, you play these games, you sit down, and you're going to play for a half an hour, and the next thing you yeah. know, the birds are chirping outside, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm so screwed today. Oh, yes. But because of that you go to sleep and you start dreaming turning off the ringer uh, <laughs> that was very respectful you start you start uh, dreaming in that world wow. which is actually very handy because when I start dreaming in that world I can close my eyes and I can see Tamriel I can see uh, the arenas in oblivion and because of that I can sit in a booth and bring that whole world to me. And if I'm immersed in it, mm -hmm. then somebody who's playing the game hopefully will be immersed in that, it. That is really well said. I love that. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, experience and your um, 
working on Veep. Obviously, Veep is in its last season. It was it was great to have that in the Baltimore DC area. How did you like your experience? Well, I mean, I was only there for the one day, okay. but I got a chance to work with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. I had a nice scene with her, who is just, she's from the Baltimore area, you know. Yeah, yeah, Towson, she's Maryland. Yeah. Towson, yeah. yeah. And great? local girl done real good. Yes. Uh, but she's <laughs> she's as nice as can be. Yeah. Uh, the salt of the earth laughed and, and joked and, and, and is very inquisitive in how you're doing. She's not thinking about just herself on the set. How are you? Is everything okay? Yeah. I mean, she's the heart and soul of that production. And to be able to do a scene with her was wonderful. I mean, I'm very lucky to have had many bucket list experiences in my life. And, yes. and like you said, you saw I was out. I took a picture with Will Wheaton. He tried my uh, caps ring on earlier. And uh, going in and doing a back-to-back -back dramatic pose with uh, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> to be in a situation like this, we did a yes. panel the other day with a bunch of voice actors. Yes. And we had uh, Phil Lamar and Tara Strong and yes. Greg Sipes and the, Zach Callis and Susan yes. Egan. They were amazing, each and every one of them. And to be a, a, a part of that group and to be out here and just, I mean, the word awesome is thrown around a lot out here today. But it's very, uh, it's like going to fantasy camp, yeah. you know? That's not a very appropriate word. Awesome Con is awesome. You've got, you've got all these people here from the <laughs> office. You've got Jim O'Hare down there from yep. Parks and Rec. And he's going over and talking to the people from the office. They're coming down here and they're talking to Hercules. Mm -hmm. They're going down a little farther and somebody's going, oh, my God, it's uh, Carrie Always, you know, uh, <laughs> from uh, The Princess Bride. Yep. You know, you've got the whole Star Trek Next Generation cast here. And they're walking around and they're fanning out on people too. We've all got somebody we fan out about. Yes. You know, I mean, this is, everybody here are just people. And we're all geeks at heart. And this is our church. And we are here to worship today. Wow. At the altar of Awesome Con. I'm skipping church for Awesome Con today. And thank you so much. Wes Johnson, if you could let us know who you are, um, throw out some of your uh, best projects, and let us know you're on Click on this show. Hi, I'm Wes Johnson. You may know me as Sheogarth, Daedric Prince of Madness from the Elder Scrolls, or Fox from Fallout 3. And, oh, tell me the name of the show. Click on this show. Click on this show. Let's start that again, <laughs> shall we? Hi, I'm Wes Johnson. You may know me better as Sheogarth, Daedric Prince of Madness, or Fox from Fallout 3, or any number of other things like maybe you're Washington. Your Washington Capitals. And you are enjoying Click on this show. No, click on it. Ch click, click on the show already. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you so much. Nice. There we go. That was Wes Johnson, guys. Yeah. Voiceover actor and actor extraordinaire. Yep. Voice of the Capitals. Yes. Yeah, so voice of the Capitals. And as your BTB gamer, I could tell you. Yes. He has also done a lot of work with Bethesda Games, who come out with games like Skyrim. And the Fallout so, yeah. series, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout mm -hmm. 4, Fallout, and the most recent Fallout 76. He's in all of those. Wow. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I, so I you're very familiar with his work. Extremely familiar with his, yes. <laughs> I've put in hundreds and hundreds of hours into these games. That's so cool. And I'm very familiar with West Jones. You would have met him at the Awesome Con. God damn you it, been man. There? I'm so pissed I didn't go this year. <laughs> so many people. So that was brought to you by um, our sister show, Click On This Show. Mm -hmm. Check him out on clickonthis.tv. Yep. Also, YouTube.com slash click on this show. Yep. Um, honored to work on that program as well. In fact, I should announce that click on this show recently won best 
talk show at the Miami Web Festival. No shit. Uh, last weekend. That's awesome. Yes, uh, our executive producer Elena Moscat was with us at Tribeca on Thursday. Uh, she had been there since last Sunday during the Swallow premiere, and then she went off to Miami the next day. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah. Now, before you continue, yes, I feel like we're getting yes. a new tradition at BTV here, <laughs> okay, okay. and that is the Captain Snack Moment. Oh, my. Okay. We had Twinkies a few weeks back, Okay. and today, uh, <laughs> Mr. Celebrity Soto got us Justin's Organic Peanut Butter Cups, Right. and from what I hear, they're better than Reese's. So, oh, my God. So here we go. Here All we right. go. Let's give it a Let's test. All right, going for it right now. Okay. Ooh. I know, right? Ooh, that's good. Yes, sir. I think um, yeah. I think I agree. Yeah. They are much better than Reese's. <laughs> the, qu- the quality is on a different quality level. Quality is good. Dark it's chocolate. It's on a completely different level. I'm a dark chocolate, and too. The, and a peanut butter that actually tastes like peanut mm-hmm. butter. <laughs> it tastes like peanut butter. <laughs> I'm all about go. it. I'm all about it. Awesome, dude. Okay, thank you. Well, there on. you go. You got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're talking about Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, so we have um, other TV news. Uh, they just dropped a trailer for Watchmen. I, don't mm-hmm. got you I saw to see that, it, dude. Oh, I'm so excited! It's gonna be for on that. HBO. So apparently, this will be separate from the movie we saw back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set in an alternate history where superheroes are treated like outlaws. Mm-hmm. Um, embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel while attempting to break new ground. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast includes Regina King, Gene Smart, Don Johnson. Of Don Johnson's in it. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. Tim Blake, Nelson uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Tim Blake, Nelson Lewis Gossett Jr. Yep. Uh, Adelaide Clemens, Andrew Howard Thomas, and Francis Fisher. Yep. Jacob Ming, Trent, Sarah Vickers, Dylan um, Schrombing, Lily Rose Smith, and Adeline Spoon. Yeah. Um, comes out this fall. Now, did you see the the, the film, the movie Watchmen? When yes, it came I out? loved the film. I love the film too because it I, starred I, Al, Malin Ackerman, who I freaking love. Who's your jam? Hell yeah! I love some Al, Malin Ackerman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the movie. I had the comic. I read the comic. I yeah. love the comic. It's rated as one of the best graphic novels of all of all time. time. Of, of all, all time. time. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm very excited to see this. Like yeah. originally, I was gonna like ditch HBO Go after Game of Thrones. After is over. Game of Thrones, but now you're gonna just have to like wait everybody else. But now I think I'm gonna hang on to you it. Hang on to HBO just to yeah. see. I mean, for one, I do like mm-hmm. to binge some stuff, so there's stuff right. that I can still watch. Um, but now I'm gonna be now you have a reason. Curiously excited to see how they do with Watchmen. Yeah, mainly and because my man, the comedian, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey right. Dean Morgan was, but you know he's committed to The Walking Dead. He is, but that's okay because they'll find somebody. Because I mean, obviously it's not the original cast. Yeah, you know, it's not a spinoff. It's and are are, are these actors playing the same characters? It looks like yeah. it. So okay. you know, the the trailer starts out with who we think is Rorschach. Right. Um, and they had all these many wars. And then there's, there's right. many wars, like a gang of them. So, you know, obviously it's not going to be the same actors. I'm curious if it's going to have the same characters. Right. Or, I mean, because I, I, I know really nothing about the HBO series. I don't know what they're doing with it. In yeah. regards to if it's a sequel or if it's a whole new thing or but any of that. But nonetheless, we're looking forward to it. it looks looking forward cool. to it. Hell yeah. Um, the CW has picked up three pilots to series, including Batwoman. Batwoman with Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, Katie Ruby Rose. Keen, which is a spinoff of Riverdale, okay, and Nancy Drew, more, uh, more ordered, Riverdale, man. yeah, ordered, ordered for the 2019 2020. You know, season. I haven't, I haven't gotten into Riverdale yet, and from, I mean, it, it looks like they're kind of going the same route like they did with the Arrowverse, where there's just so many of these shows now. Yeah, like I'm almost a little too intimidated to get started because, because there's so have to watch much the other stuff now. like the Katie Keene show with Lucy Hale. Yeah, um, and of course, you know, I did want to watch mostly because I wanted to see. Luke Perry's uh, final yeah. performances yeah. Um, 
as this season was his last season. I think they just aired his final episode last week. Oh, and man. It's interesting. Her, her, her uh, um, Luke's daughter actually posted how Luke Perry wished to be buried in a mushroom suit. Do you have you familiar with these mushroom, mushroom suits? Mushroom suits, no. These mushroom suits uh, kind of um, allow the body to decompose, kind of decompose and, 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 and turn and, into and, something. And it actually has more has it gives us more nutrients to the soil around. Oh, okay. And it's more uh, environmental, yeah. I guess. Um, I know I'm going to be cremated and shot out of a cannon. Oh, wow. But okay. upwind, right? So, like, there's going to be a memorial and everybody's going to be there. And nobody's going to know that I'm going to get shot out of the cannon. Oh. And then when I'm shot out of the cannon, I'll, I'll kind of explode a little bit. And then my ashes will cover them all. And I'm hoping that there's panic. And everybody freaks out. And like, oh, God, who thought this was a good idea? He's up where I'm covered in his ashes. And I kind of get one last, like, <laughs> fuck you, I win kind of thing. You're, you're joking, yes? Partly. Oh, God, maybe about the ashes covering your friends and family. I don't know. That's probably the part I'm serious about. Oh, my God, that's horrible, dude. A little bit. That's a little bit. A little, a little macabre. A little bit. Um, another CW series is a summer sci-fi series Okay. called Pandora. Ooh, not included not, with uh, Avatar. Not Yeah, not to be confused with Avatar, but yep. it's Priscilla Quintana, mm-hmm. uh, who's been cast as the lead. Um, and not really much on that, but it's uh, it's set in the year 2199. Okay. It's about a resourceful young woman who has lost everything, but finds new life at Earth's Space Training Academy, where her and her friends learn to defend the galaxy from threats both alien and human. Okay. When secrets about the nature of her own identity begin to surface, she must uncover the truth, mm-hmm. and whether she will be humanity's savior or the instrument of its destruction. Uh-huh. All Interesting. Right. All right. Yeah. Another okay. sci-fi series is uh, going to be on Netflix, uh, starring Hilary Swank. Hilary Swank, okay. Yeah, she'll play an astronaut in the uh, series called Away. Not the first time she's played an astronaut. Okay, what was the first time? The Core. You ever oh, see The Core? The Core, yes. Yeah, yeah. The Core, yeah. Yep. So Hilary will play Emma Green, an American astronaut who must leave her husband and teenage daughter behind to command a, an international space crew embarking upon a treacherous mission to Mars. To the so. inside of the planet to restart the core. Yep. Um, Apple has greenlit... Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, pre- yeah, your boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's your company. Um, mm. Greenlit pre- Prehistoric Planet. This is a, a natural history series okay. that will recreate the last days of the dinosaur, and your boy, John Favreau, is producing it. I love it. Um, That's my boy. Yeah, so they'll use CGI to take viewers back in time. Well, they can obviously have the real dinosaurs. Yep, experiencing the wonders of planet Earth 66 million years ago. All right. Pretty cool. That's and cool. if they make it a realistic take on it, mm-hmm. this is something that might, might be worth tuning in. What's I, I can't remember what the meme exactly said. I think it's the Lisa Simpson one where there's a chalkboard. Yeah. And it said, nobody knows what dinosaurs actually sound like. Oh, yeah. 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 I guess we can't really prove that. Can't really can prove only, it. We can only guess. We can, we can only on guess the that they're giant lizards. Right. Who knows? <laughs> we mentioned Malin Ackerman earlier. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see more of her as... Billions has been renewed for a fifth season at Showtime. Billions. This um, this comes in the midst of the fourth season, um, which airs this June, but already greenlit for cool. season five. Cool, cool, cool. But a show not being renewed and, and fortunately ending, um, which is kind of the agreement of everybody involved with the series, is Big Bang Theory. The I mean, final. they've been around for a, for a while now. Yes. Um, That's been like the big sitcom, right? Yep, 12 seasons. Can you believe it? Damn. Um, so That's a good time to end, man. You be, if, when you invest that much time in a show, 
you know, you've pretty much. And given, they're going on their own terms. They're still the number one comedy on, on yeah the broadcast television. You know, they're they're going by way of Friends and Seinfeld, and you know, yeah. they're, they're coming out on top. And that's they're cool. coming out on top. That's I think cool. the writers have, have thought of, of a way to make it, you know, and you know, uh, satisfyingly. Yeah. Um and um. Yeah, uh, Johnny Galecki took to Instagram and he was on set cleaning out his dressing room and um, they had some emotional photos of the the cast hugging. Uh, Katie Cuoco posted heart emojis. That's a wrap. Um, but yes, uh, May sixteenth. That's the last the episode. series finale of wow. Big Bang Theory. I, I'll be tuning in. I I was kind of like off and on watching. Me too. Yeah, like, and it, it's it's almost like I can only imagine what it feels like to be. Mm-hmm. Like, when you work on a show like that, when you've been on a show for 12 seasons, what's that's 13 years, right? right? And then you get to be there for the end. Yeah. Because, like, at that point, when you've been on a show for 13 years, mm-hmm. you know everybody that's involved in that exactly, show. Exactly, yeah. You know? And that's a lot of goodbyes, man. That's A lot of goodbyes. Yeah, and man. We'll be saying bye to, yeah, yeah. Uh, to Big Bang Fury and... Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Live uh, host, was hosted by Adam Sandler. I caught a little bit of it. Yeah, I caught some stuff on YouTube. I didn't mm-hmm. get to watch the entire episode. I do want to yeah. watch it. Yeah. But Adam took to the SNL stage mm-hmm. uh, and did a tribute to his Chris friend. Farley. Chris Farley. yes. Yep, that's my boy. Um, I love the legend. Who unfortunately died at the age of 33 in 1997 due to yep. a drug overdose. Yeah, man, drugs will get you. And they were in there, you know, very young when they were mm-hmm. both in the mid-90s when they did uh, their stint on Saturday Night Live. And, uh, yeah, he did a nice little... Song, you have to watch it. I'm, it's um, a really good song. It's, an, it's a touching song, touching song for a friend to a friend, you know? With, with, with some of Adam's uh, humor thrown in. It does, it definitely. Well. But my favorite skit was Game of Thrones versus Avengers that Family was good. Feud. That was good. Um, so, yeah, I, I love... He uh, also brought back Opera Man, which I always like Opera Man. Opera Man was really cool, mm. but, uh, but Keenan Thompson, he's he just a great Steve Harvey. He he's does. so good at that. But, he does. Uh, but I loved how they did the Avengers team, which Alex Moffat played Thor. Yep. Um, let's see. Beck Bennett played Thanos. Leslie Jones played Groot. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, Ego, I'm Groot, bitch. Ego played Okoye, mm-hmm. and um, and then we had the Game of Thrones with Brienne. Uh, Kate McKinnon did a great Brienne Atar. She did. Cecily Strong was Melisandre. Mm-hmm. Mikey Day was Tormund, and and Kyle Mooney was Bran. Who was and, hysterical? Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a great little skit. And yeah. uh, just a little shout out uh, to a local um, actor and film producer here in Maryland. Oh. Chris Perillo actually um, puts together cosplay um, outfits, yeah. and SNL actually contacted his business to, to bring a Thor replica. No shit. Costume and those, those, I think the Thor, at least the Thor one. He might have a few more. Yeah, that's were, awesome. Were, were his costumes? That's totally that he cool. created. That's yeah. cool. So there you go. I yeah, thought it was man, pretty cool. cool. Um, also on TV uh, last weekend was the daytime Emmy Awards. Um, no need to really go through the awards winners, but it was nice because Alex Alex Trebek got the uh, Best Host Award. Good for him. Best Game Show Host. And as you know, he's... he's on uh, his way out, man. Well, you know... Or he's, fight, he's fighting He's cancer. fighting the fight, but it's a yeah. stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, that's that's. And it. he said he didn't want to win based on sympathy votes, mm-hmm. but um, he said the reception he got from the audience was I extremely mean, special been, and touching. He's so. been the host of Jeopardy for how long now? Oh, my God. It has to be at least... I know it's at least right. 30 years, and but it's got to be 40. Really, and, and it's still Almost a top 40 years, show. Right? It is. A lot of people are actually tuning in now for a guy that's made a million yeah. on, on, on the show. He made a million bucks on Jeopardy? Yeah, Jesus. He's, he's, he's lasted that long. Wow. That, that they, yeah, they can't even get rid of the guy. It's Fuck. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's wild. That is wild. 
Um, but yeah, the Daytime uh, Emmy Awards and then, of course, the Billboard Awards were last Wednesday, where yep. we mentioned Mariah became uh, the Billboard Icon Award recipient. But Kelly Clarkson hosted the awards show and oh, actually Kelly. had to get appendix surgery. The next day, she, she hosted the awards show, and the next day, she flew to LA from Vegas to get her and appendix, got her appendix removed. Yeah, I got appendix She's surgery. She's a trooper, yeah. man. So she said she had to mm-hmm. uh, post and. and because she's, it was very important for her, yep. you know, basically. And she didn't want to miss seeing Madonna and Khal Abdul oh, yeah. and, and Mariah Carey and all Oh, yeah. So, um, the legends. Yep, we have a new Miss USA, Miss North Carolina, Chelsea Christ. Uh, that she, sounds like a, like a... Like a beauty pageant. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Chelsea Chris sounds like a beauty Chelsea, pageant name. That sounds like a yeah. beauty pageant name. <laughs> yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. And I believe um, the Miss USA pageant still has the swimsuit. Okay. So it's the Miss America pageant that got Miss America. Oh. But Miss USA still has the swimsuit competition. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Nick Lachey and wife Vanessa Lachey hosted the show. Nick Lachey. Oh, my Nick God. Nick Lachey. So, fun Nick Lachey fact. I went to boot, Marine Corps boot camp with his cousin. With his cousin, yeah, he oh, had Lachey cool. on his on his name no tag, shit. and I was like, because wow. this was back when ninety eight, this was two thousand three, right? Right, right? So Nick Lachey was like hooking up with Jessica Simpson. He was like the top of his. He game. was up there. That was the top of his game, Nick. Lachey. Right, right. So we all knew who Nick Lachey was, wow. and we were pretty impressed that that his cousin was going to boot camp no with us. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. If Speaking you of hotties, mm-hmm. Tyra Banks. Hello. At forty six years old, is on the cover. That of girl Sports is forty six. Yes. Damn. Supermodel turned TV personality. As you know, in the mid-90s, yeah. she was the top supermodel. She was controversial, too, because she wasn't a rail. She had some meat on her. Right. You but know. she's got even a little more meat now than she had before. Yeah, she does. And, um, yes. Looks, looks uh, Modeling. Uh, looks for the, great. For the issue of Sports Illustrated, Swimsuit, swimsuit Issue, the cover, uh, two decades after she did it the for last the first time. time. Oh, yeah. I remember when that first one came out. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, looked dude. hot in that first one. The she pink sure one. did. Ooh. She still looks hot. My goodness. Yeah. Good so, for you, girl. Good go, work. Go, go Tyra Banks. Yeah. Another big event over the weekend was the Kentucky Derby. Uh, nicknamed the greatest two minutes of sports, which is funny. Um, which is funny because I actually didn't catch it. Yeah, but there was a... Uh, I heard there was some controversy, controversy this year. Yeah, yeah, there was a controversy with... Um, with um, was it the, with winner? the winners, yeah. yeah. What happened? Well, for the first time in the race's 145-year history, the first place winner was disqualified. Oh. <laughs> the Dude. horse named Maxim Security was initially named as champion, but the next two finishers lodged a complaint against the horse, which ultimately got him disqualified. Did they say what the <clears throat> what they what he did what he did like why why would um. What was the complaint? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess yeah. it didn't really go into the specifics. Um, was but the horse now juicing? we have two winners: Country House. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Country House and his jockey Flavian Pratt became the new winners and defied 65 to one odds. Um, but it reminded me of the. Uh, I think you're looking it up, right? I am. Yeah, the um, La La Land and Moonlight <laughs> mix-up. And also the Miss uh, Universe pageant with Miss Philippines <laughs> won. And I think, uh, you know, very similar to that. Um, but yeah. the Derby was joined by celebrities like Joey Fatone, Michelle Williams, Walter Valderrama, and Anna uh, Nicole Smith's daughter, Daniel Lynn Burkhead, who's now age 12, has returned uh, for, the con- uh, for several consecutive years with her father, um, Larry Burkhead. So um, they're kind of like the... 
constant attendees of uh, of the Kentucky Derby. Big Nick, you're looking up some. Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what happened with this thing. I want to know what yeah. the what why they disqualified the horse. Was it just juicing or was it like kicking somebody or like what was the deal here? I'm sorry to kind of yeah, no, I know. I, I've actually for right here. I'm curious. I don't know. There's so much reading. So this is interesting. I always, I always, uh, while you're still looking it up, I always agree. I believe in second chances, and I think Billy Bush kind of got it hard when he was asked to leave his his hosting duties. Uh, I think it was from Extra, but uh, they rehired him back. As you know, he was caught on tape with Donald Trump when Donald Trump made the comments about grabbing him by the pussy. Grabbing him by the pussy. And Billy Bush, um, he is marking his return to NBC as a part of Extra Extra. And, um, of course, it was the old Hollywood uh, Access Hollywood tape where he was laughing at the remarks that Donald Trump made. And he said, we all have to be able to evolve as we grow. The guy that left the scene in 2016 has already cha- is already a changed person, but I had the opportunity to grow up a little bit. Facing adversity in some way is good, and I'll feel better about it at my job than I ever was. So okay, so now I know. So I got I figured it out. Yeah. So the maximum security was disqualified for drifting into the path of other horses and, and impeding their progress. Oh. So basically, he was cutting them off. They, they they equated to the the jockey was driving like a drunk driver. And uh, basically, it, it wow. was, uh, it was so a even safety though, issue. So they violated safety issues despite, mm. you know, winning. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Basically, they were in the path of War of Will and Country House. and Country House ended up winning, right? Yeah. And so that's that's why wow. he was disqualified. Pretty wild. That it makes you think wild. of, you ever, I mean, what's the name of that one? Seabiscuit? You ever see Seabiscuit? This is like old school yeah, horse racing yeah. where apparently the jockeys used to beat the shit out of each other while they were racing. I guess that's not the case anymore. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I would imagine stricter rules. Are, although it'd be kind of fun to watch. I, I mean, I'd totally be down <laughs> for gladiatorial horse racing with, right. ti- with tiny men on big horses. Tiny men in like with yeah, MMA fights. Yeah. And then, you, you know. You get to whip each other while you're burtling down hey, mud they, at They do it in ice hockey. Right. You know, why not? Uh, why not horse racing? Why not horse racing? Right? Anyways. Um, Marie Osmond is uh, going to be a permanent host of the talk, as Sarah Gilbert had recently left the show. Oh, Marie Osmond. Wow. Yeah, okay. She was, She's still alive. <laughs> so she was a guest on the show, <laughs> yeah. a guest host, but now they're going to make her a permanent host. Okay. And Kim Kardashian will be uh, doing expanding her TV empire for a new show on Oxygen. So you know oh, she goodness. visited with Donald Trump to get um, a woman that was in prison for drug trafficking out because it was her first offense. Right. And Donald Trump pardoned her. So I think this show is very similar to that. It's called The Justice Project. Oh, boy. It's going to be a documentary that follows Kim's effort to secure freedom for Americans who believes believe, who she believes have been wronged by the justice system. <laughs> okay. So as a first offense for a woman that was going through hard times for yeah. drug trafficking yeah. when she had no alternative and was facing like you know, so many years. years impi- like yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, such a long sentence that she would be so old by the time she got out. Yeah. Was finally able, due to Kim's... Intervening, intervening, okay, and uh, you know, talking to Donald Trump and getting, mm. getting right. released, you know. Okay, I do believe in second chances. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. People do make mistakes, you know, and you know, Billy Bush. Certain people need to have know? the book thrown at them, definitely. To, you know, for for heinous crimes. Right. Um, but you know, in this day and age, where marijuana is now legal in the U.S., 
mm-hmm. you know, in those in those states where people are still in prison for possession or yeah. distribution, they need to be pardoned, man. Yeah. Yeah, if weed's legal, they don't need to be in jail for weed anymore. And not to that extent. The, the, no, the length not, of, not for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, the war on drugs, in my opinion, was a failure. Yeah. You know? Like, in countries where they've... Let's focus on the murders and rapists. Exactly. You, you know, know that, that's when, when you legalize all the drugs, you get rid of the black market. When you get rid of the black market, the crime goes down. Just simply, it's really as simple as that. I mean, we have to look at other countries as yeah. examples. And know? then tax the drugs and balance mm-hmm. the fucking budget. Yeah. There's, there's Nick. Only certain, dr- only, only certain only drugs. Only certain drugs now. Yeah. Not the yeah, one that yeah. kills people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so baby news is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle revealed the name of their newborn son. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, Archie At- Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Wow. And as you know, Prince Harry is a redhead, yep. and you have a redhead Archie. Kind of funny. That's pretty that, good. That they would do that. And that means that Harry's got a sense of humor. Good for him. <laughs> I but you guess know what? So, Here's yeah. the more important part. Yeah. We now have an American, American blood. American blood. In the royal family. And, and African-American blood at that. Yes. Which is that's George a- Washington is fucking spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> as far as uh, <laughs> in the royal blood of the English. Now, yep. That's crazy, isn't it? Down with the English. Wow. So ba- the baby Sussex. Fucking that's right. Coast. Archie. Archie. Is born. King uh, Archie. Also having a baby at the uh, the same day as as Megan and Harry's uh, baby is Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Oh God. Uh, has a new. Did it have cloven um, hooves? <laughs> I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not. Jean Attell Fisher. I was a fan at first, but then she started getting offended at things as a comedian. It's like, wait a minute, you're a comedian, you're and, a comedian you, and you're yeah. voicing your distaste of certain comedy or things thrown yeah. at you. Was like, she was also stealing jokes, like blatantly stealing wow. jokes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not an Amy Schumer. Anyways, her and her husband, Chris, welcomed their son, Gene, at Tall Fisher. So congrats to them. Wow. Um, <laughs> Bla- Blake Lively and Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, yep. are expecting their third child. That's a fucking beautiful couple. Right? They, they, make some, they probably got some beautiful babies. Blake Lively is smoking. 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 Um, and the lovely Kira Knightley will oh, become yeah. a mother for a second time as she's expecting her second with her husband, James Wrighton. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's right, Johnny Galecki of Big Bang Theory and his girlfriend, Elena Meyer. Um, they're, will be ex- they're expecting. So he's going to be a dad for the first time. Yay. So, um, And uh, we already mentioned the, the wedding of J- Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Yep. They eloped in Las Vegas after the um, Hey, you know what? Awards. Yeah. Good for you kids. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how long it lasts. I mean, it see, seems like they're rushing on, into knock, things. Knocking on wood here. We'll see I what hope happens. It, I hope it goes well. You hope it goes well. As okay. somebody who was recently married. Yeah, you want things to I want out. things to go well. Right, you want I things do. to go you well. You know, they're a little young, you know. And why they had to go to Vegas? I played the, the field a little bit. Right. Took some time. Right. You know, I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty-five, and right. and I got married for the and first you gotta time. And you gotta play. You gotta. You gotta. We were together for a while too. But you gotta play the field. You gotta play the field. You gotta you test. Got to. You gotta test the. You know. Now you know? that being said, if I was the lockdown Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. we're fucking eloping. <laughs> like, but if it's Sophie Turner, it's Sophie Turner, that'd be the. You exception. don't need to. You don't we're, need we're, to. We're going to fucking Vegas. <laughs> we're locking that down. Guess what, babe? It's legal. You're yeah. stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Because wasn't Joe Jonas? Didn't he wear a purity ring at one? I think so. With with his brothers and yeah. Jonas brothers until Blake, <laughs> until Sophie Turner. Then it's right. like, ah, never mind. We're yeah. good. Just kidding. <laughs> Jane the Virgin is no longer a virgin. Uh, no, Gina Rodriguez also got married to her longtime love Joe uh, Lo Cicero as well over the weekend. Cool. And we'll end with a few WWE things to close out tonight's yeah, show. Yeah, WWE. 
wrestling. Uh, well, not exactly WWE, but Vince McMahon is looks like he's going to bring XFL back, the alternative to oh, NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Oh, I, I did watch brutal. a little bit of it. It was a really brutal, uh, interesting. Man. Yeah. So February 2020 is the anticipated launch cool. as McMahon struck a deal with both Walt Disney Company and Fox Corp, mm-hmm. and um, will be on. ABC and Fox. Did, did you ever see? Season. Speaking of wrestling, crazy. real quick, did you see the movie Fighting with My Family? I loved Fighting with My Family. I finally got to watch it. What did you think? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Wasn't it good? It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. The whole cast. I mean, we saw Cersei. Yeah. We saw Lena Headey. She was great in it. Florence she, Pugh, the girl who played um, Paige, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, she did a great job. Cutie Patootie. Cutie Patootie. Um, we had Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost, who's my great. man. I love, you know, he's a big dude. And I love my big dudes. Yeah, and yep, Nick yep. Frost was at the Philadelphia, com- the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah, we did say hello to him. We didn't get a chance to unfortunately interview, interview him. Yeah. But the um, the publicist was so cool that was handling. He uh, he saw that we were press and it's like, yeah, just talk to him and you guys got a picture if you want. I'm like, oh, are you sure? Sweet. So that was really cool. That's um, cool. But yes, Fighting My Family is a really good film. Yeah. Okay, back to back to WWE. News. And um, so Vince McMahon. So there, there's a lot of pressure with WWE now for. To get the ratings back up, up. Yeah. on both Raw and SmackDown. So, in part of this, Vince McMahon uh, decided to have a wild card rule, which will see Raw superstars appear on SmackDown and SmackDown superstars appear on Raw. So, like between three and four superstars could be invited on each show. That's cool. Because a lot of the major stars had to be split between, and as you right. know they had the big super shakeup, which yep. you know changed a little bit of the roster. Well, actually, a lot of the roster. Um, um, right after WrestleMania. Yeah. And looks like the Money in the Bank card is looking pretty stacked. It takes place on May 19th okay. in Hartford, Connecticut. We have the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. So it's eight superstars. Yep. The winner is the one that retrieves the briefcase from a top uh, hanging up in the ring um, mm-hmm. using a ladder, obviously. Obviously. Um, your boy Braun Strowman, who That's Lion had compared you to. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and uh, Baron Corbin representing Raw. Representing SmackDown, Randy Orton, uh, Ali, uh, Andrade, Cien Almas, and Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Champion. The only one of those that I know is Randy Orton. Oh, nice. And Braun. And Braun. Because yeah. we compared you to yeah. him. Yeah, but I have, <laughs> I've never seen Braun wrestle. Like, I gotta, yeah. Part of me needs to get back into it and just well, like start watching if again. if you enjoy it again. But you know, I yeah. wouldn't want to force it onto you and you don't no, enjoy no, it. No, no, just simply because I used to love it. If you have a genuine love and you actually enjoy When I was it, a kid, I, I mean, I'd watch. Start with WrestleMania. All right. Start with the recent WrestleMania, okay. and then if it if it, if it catches me you, again, if it grabs me again, just jump right you back. Can in. You can jump. You can uh, subscribe mm-hmm. to WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Oh, I totally would. And then just cancel it. My wife would be like, "What the fuck, man? Ten another bucks. one? Another yeah. one? My God! I know it is another one, but it's you know one. it's okay. Yeah, but we're gonna also have a women's ladder match. Yep. Money in the Bank. Yep, yep. Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, and Alexa Bliss, who mm-hmm. is amazing, by the way, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen Alexa Bliss. Uh, representing Raw and Mandy Rose, Bailey, Ember Moon, and Carmella mm-hmm. are representing SmackDown. Now, real quick, going back to Fighting My Family, does Paige still wrestle? Paige has had to retire. Really? I don't think they mentioned it in the document or not in they, the film. They, they didn't mention it in the film. No, because she actually had a, a um, career-ending injury oh, in no. the ring. Okay. Ne- had neck surgery, and I think mm-hmm. she was evaluated, and mm-hmm. it was determined 
You just can't wrestle anymore. Oh, that's too bad. Unless they find a miraculous recovery wow. in her okay. neck. That, yeah. Because doctors will not clear her to wrestle. Right. Because she takes a wrong bump, she and could get it. paralyzed. Yeah. Or Damn. Some, you know, at worst. That's too bad, man. Re-injured, that sucks. You know, that sucks. And they don't want to risk that anymore. No, you know? no, no. So no. you have some wrestlers uh, retiring early if they get injured. Yeah. Um, so yeah. this is a, a first-time match that everyone's looking forward to this because of the Superstar shakeup. Yeah. AJ Styles will challenge Seth Rollins for the WWE Seth Rollins Universal Rollins. Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Kofi Kingston defending the WWE title, who he won the title from Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, take it on Kevin Owens. Kevin he's, Owens. He was the first African-American first champion. First African, full African-American. Full African-American champion. As yeah. The Rock uh, is technically the first black yeah. and Samoan yeah. champion. And then you have Booker T and Mark Henry, but they won Booker the world. Oh, they shit. won the world title. I know Booker T. Yeah, they won the yeah. world championship. WWE World Championship wasn't the same as the WWE title. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Becky Two Belts, Becky Lynch will be defending both her Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Two Belts, okay. Yes, Becky Lynch will defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Fa- Flair, and will defend her Raw Women's title against Lacey Evans. And then we have the United States. Um, Title matches Samoa Joe defends against Rey Mysterio. Ooh, Rey Mysterio, okay. Yeah, still in it, yeah. Not Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> right? Yep. Steel cage match between The Miz and Shane McMahon. We have Arya Davari uh, versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight Championship. And Roman Reigns versus Elias. Elias. Yes. All right. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting. It's a pretty good card so far, I'd say. Sounds you know? like fun. Yeah. We have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. As Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy had to relinquish their titles because Jeff Hardy was injured. Oh. He had a leg injury, oh, which damn. they tried to tie a storyline into a new wrestler named Lars Sullivan that injured him. Yeah. But it wasn't really determined whether it indeed was Lars that injured him. All right. But. Um, See, the Hardys and I go back. Hardys, yeah. I was a big fan of the Hardys. Yeah, the Hardys are great. Hardy and, and they still are. Yeah. But because of Jeff's injury, they had to give up the tag titles. Makes sense. And they announced Daniel uh, Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos to win the vacant SmackDown tag titles. Daniel Bryan and Rowan had won that match, and now they're the new champs. Okay. Um, So we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, As you know, WWE um, had lost a major superstar in Dean Ambrose. He decided not to renew his contract. Mm, Okay. And apparently he looks like he might be doing some acting. That's the route to go, that, man. That, a lot of wrestlers get for, have success. Worked for Drax or uh, Dave Batista, John Cena, The Rock, and The Rock. Yeah. So he not signed, so much Hulk Hogan. Yeah, not yeah. so much Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But he signed on to star in a MMA themed movie. Okay. Um, under his real name, Jonathan Good, and it's uh, called Cage Fighter. Okay. It's an MMA um, based movie. Um, Michael Jai White is in it. Gina Gershon, Michelle Ryan. Dude, Michael Jai White's awesome. Yeah, and. After uh, Dean Ambrose had ended his WWE contract, decided not to renew, it's also rumored that he would be joining with the new upstart company, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, okay. which is funded by a billionaire from Jacksonville. And, really? Uh, All right. Yeah. The, the, apparently, WWE ha- might have some competition in this new organization. Finally. You know, like for yeah. a while, it was WCW. I remember that those days. Yeah. And um, it's funny because the... the the interview that I will play at the end of the program mm-hmm. will reflect on that because it's Billy Gunn. Wow. WWE Hall of I'm, Famer. I know about Billy Gunn. Who I interviewed at AwesomeCon. That's We'll cool. play that at the end of the program. That's cool. You got some good interviews at AwesomeCon. Some good year. ones, man. That's that's yeah. why I didn't really. I'm so bummed. Yeah, I didn't book any uh, major callers. Um, mm-hmm. 
Interesting uh, Hollywood WWE news. Mick Foley has joined the cast of David Arquette's new project, 12-Hour Shift. Cool. So David uh, Arquette's a big wrestling guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In fact, David remember, Arquette is still wrestling. Really? Yes, he's still I wrestling. Remember, crazy? I, what was that movie? Ready to Rumble. Ready I to Rumble, Ready yeah. To Rumble. He's yep. a huge wrestling fan. He's a former WCW champion, if you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy, dude? That's pretty wild. Uh, other WWE Hollywood news. Big Show uh, was recently in... Um, Sci-Fi, um, Sci-Fi Network's Happy, which stars uh, Christopher Maloney oh, and yeah. Patton Oswald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also um, uh, Kofi Kingston, who's the new WWE champion, um, apparently made uh, a recent appearance on Nickelodeon's, Nickelodeon's Double Dare. So a lot of WWE presence in, in the entertainment well, industry. It, I mean, that's a good resource for actors, man. Absolutely. And if you need, like, mm-hmm. superhero stuff, Type of guys or girls, you know, right? Like they got quote, they got they some acting chops. They can, and, they got the, the charisma. Physique. They got the charisma. They yep. can obviously win over crowds. And if you give them a little bit of direction, they'll act for you. As long as they're good actors, and yeah. a lot of them, when they do these promos, are yeah. have proven to be good actors. Yeah, and you got to put them you in know? the right thing. You know, like Triple H. I remember Triple H did some like totally off the wall, like right. straight to DVD thing that didn't work. Um, yeah. But then you know you got The Rock, who just who, who's the biggest fucking movie star right. in the world. Now. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looks like Goldberg will re- will be returning to WWE yeah, for the uh, event in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, WWE's next event will be in June seventh. As you know, D- Goldberg had a recent stint with the WWE. Yeah. a couple years ago when he won actually the, the Universal Championship. Yeah. So. that's one dude I wouldn't fuck with, man. He looks <laughs> he looks like he would just hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's legit. Did you ever hear the Jerky Boys prank call him? No, was he? <laughs> no, I yeah. looks like I have to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll give you the link. It's does amazing. does he really tear into these guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> like they're scared. basically like it's like a dude who's like a hillbilly, and he quote unquote signed his son's forehead and he got an infection. And he wants to go right. and kick Goldberg's ass, and Goldberg's like, "You anytime, anywhere, brother. You show right. up, we'll, we'll dance. <laughs> I'll I'll show it to you later." That is crazy. Yeah. Um, and what else do we have? Not much. I mean, obviously, last week uh, they had more superstar shakeups. Yep. Um, but no reason to go through all of them. Okay. Um, and yeah. Oh yeah, I did have some news on um, David Arquette, which you mentioned earlier. Um, as they're calling him, WCW, former WCW champion. Yeah. Will be competing in a singles match against AEW's Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son. Really? Luke Perry's son is actually a, r- a wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This event actually um, happens tonight, uh, May eighth. It's a, uh, it's called "It's Gonna Be May," <laughs> a play on Justin Timberlake there, yep. um, which is interesting. So yes, he's still wrestling. David Arquette is still wrestling. Good which for is him, crazy. man. Good for him. And AEW, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. who is Jungle Boy and rumored to be Dean Ambrose, is going to be an up and coming promotion. We'll just have to cool. see what happens. See how it gets televised. I see mean, how they it gets announced promoted. that Dustin Rhodes, who is mm-hmm. Goldust, will yep. be. Wrestling his brother Cody Rhodes. Okay. And uh, one of those uh, matches for their next big event. Yep. And Lars Fredrickson of the band Rancid was recently interviewed. And, Rancid. And, yeah, yeah. If you're a Rancid fan. I am. He apparently is backing AEW. Um, All right. Yeah. So we'll That's have pretty to see punk what, rock. It's very punk rock, man. Mm-hmm. Very punk rock. <laughs> and, uh, man, that is uh, everything in the world of sports entertainment. And we end... We're birthday today on Wednesday, May, May 8th. 8th. Um, let's see. Actor David Keith is 65. David Keith. Actor, Golden voice. 
Yes. Actor De- uh, Raul Max Trujillo from Mayan MC is 64. Mm-hmm. Actress Melissa Gilbert is 55. Actress Jodie May uh, from The Witches, 44. Actor Matt Davis, Vampire Diaries, 41. Mm-hmm. Stephen Amell, Arrow himself, yeah. 38 today. 38? Man, yes. he's young. Holy shit. Right? I didn't really. Th- I didn't think he was that young. Oh, you thought he was a lot older? I thought he was older. Interesting. All right, he's not that much older yeah. than me. Vicky McClure and Martin Comston, both of the show Line of Duty, mm-hmm. are uh, 36 and 35, respectively. Okay. And they're both from the same show. And actress Julia Whelan from Once and Again is 35. That's birthdays today, guys, here on Below the Belt Show. Yeah, man. And wow, what a tremendous show from top to bottom. Again, um, at the beginning of the program, we announced that BTB will be taking a summer vacation, summer hiatus, if you will, um, with two more shows. I like um, summer vacation. Cause summer vacation. I always feel like hiatus, hiatus means you're long, not coming back. Hiatus is sometimes even longer yeah. than you. Taking a vacation, this. man, is just taking a vacation. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if there's any changes, we will announce on our Facebook page. Yeah. Our official Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash Below the Belt Show. Um, also, of course, um, on our SoundCloud page, um, you can find all our shows and, of course, iTunes and BelowTheBeltShow.com. All 638. Yes, big six hundred thirty-eight episodes, man. There's a lot of content there to watch. Six hundred thirty-eight episodes, guys. So you'll be you'll be busy well, to listen to <laughs> to listen to. So you'll be yeah. busy listening to those while we're on vacation. <laughs> so if we're on vacation, we have two more episodes of Game of Thrones to review. We do, and we're actually gonna, and during the summer highest, we're gonna actually put out some video content. That'll be cool of some of the great events that we went to, including Awesome Con. Hell yeah. Um, hopefully the Philadelphia Comic Con, the Tribeca Film Festival, yep. Sundance Film Festival. Yep. Lots of great video content that we'll be posting on the website today. Yep. Um, so, yes, make an official announcement. I know we alluded to something along those lines uh, a few shows back, but, yes, it looks like um, two more shows. Um, that would be the May 22nd show uh, as our, sp- I guess, our spring season finale. Spring season finale, ready for summer vacation. Summer vacation, yeah. Yep. So here, ending tonight's show, another great, awesome con interview. Yeah. WWE Hall of Famer, who was inducted at WrestleMania's uh, WrestleMania Weekend's Hall of Fame with Degeneration X, is Billy Gunn. Yep. I talked to Billy Gunn. He was just hired by AEW as cool. an agent slash trainer. I talked to Billy Gunn in a great interview, and uh, that's ending tonight's program, guys. So on behalf mm-hmm. of everybody, including yep. Siren, the Entertainer, Davis, yep. the one and the only Vanessa Meadows, a.k.a. Triple Doves. Triple Doves, a.k.a. A- Miss Snorkels. Miss Snorkels. <laughs> um, thanks so much for Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying AirBTB tonight. And uh, red carpet expert and publicist extraordinaire, Ashley Buck. So much fun. A lot I, of fun. I had a lot of fun talking about wardrobe and yeah, fashion. Yeah, Big Nick, there's someone I didn't know. I know some about fashion. You, you were chiming in you on You wouldn't fashion, think so, me so. being like the fucking butch dude that I am. <laughs> I like me some fashion. <laughs> you like some fashion. There, there it is. There All it right, is. guys, Billy Gunn to close out tonight's show, but we will be back next week. More awesome content interviews next week. Hell yeah, brother. Until then. Peace. Peace. Guys, we are here with W. I got my I got my new shirt like over your head. Yes, yes. and I have it on too, so I'm kind of like trying to get it in the uh, gratuitous plug. <laughs> I love it. You got to put in the plug. Yeah, no, no, guys, no. Guys, just filming, just roll around through there. WWE Hall of Famer. You like the ring yes. of that? Billy Gunn. We talked about that earlier. It's a nice, yeah. a nice little ring to it. You know, yeah. Billy Gunn, Hall of Famer, really cool dude. 
star tough enough. AEW's new head coach. Yes. God. Ooh. Ooh, I'm getting tired saying all that stuff. <laughs> AEW is so close to the Hall of Fame. He's the interviewer. Did, did Vince have any opinion on on that being so close to being inducted? No. Why not? Why Good. would he? I mean, okay. there's it's like a lot of people have said that. Well, how can you work for AEW and go do the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Well, the Hall of Fame has nothing to do with WWE in a sense. It has right. to what I've done for the business. So that's people going the the Hall of Fame for what they've done in the business, not for what their job is now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not. You know, we did our Hall of Fame speech and stuff, and it. You know, you dance yeah. around it, and you're just being dumb because everybody right. knows, and right. they're just sitting there waiting for somebody to say something, and it just happened. I mean, right. it's not like I set anything up for it. We were just, DX was just being DX. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. That's what we do. And yeah, we got an AEW chant going, which <laughs> oh, sorry. But you know, why dance around it when everybody yeah. knows, like, we're the only ones not going to say anything, and like, we're the only ones on planet Earth that doesn't know that I work for them. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So, uh, first of all, how, how did it feel to finally be inducted with a group of I guess some of your closest friends in the business. Well, it's right? awesome. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's we're the coolest thing is we were recognized, and it's cool to be recognized yeah. as one of the best factions ever on planet Earth. I mean, oh, we yeah. were a big part of the Attitude Era stuff. We mm -hmm. just did, you know, we just did some crazy spontaneous stuff that just people liked. So I mean, right. it was it was awesome. Plus, it was nice to be up there in front of all the fans again, and then yeah. with with all of DX, you know. So it was it was good. Plus, they put China in there, which was awesome. So yes. that was the biggest thing for me. Definitely, definitely overdue for that. So a lot of the controversy with the Hall of Fame had to do with the fan that actually attacked Bret Hart. Um, what were your yeah, thoughts on I, that? And you actually so warned. We're giving him more plugs than need be. Yeah. Like, because he's an idiot. Because, yeah. one, you have a building full of, well, what, obviously he knows who Travis is now because <laughs> he got smoked. So, and then you're going to, but, the, you know, yeah. you're just, it's just, it's unappropriate. Like, th there's so much stuff going on on planet Earth right now that we right. can't explain. Right. Like, nobody's going to, like, why would you do it? Like, it can't be a bed. It couldn't have been a dead. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, did you think you were just going to go in there and take him down and then run out of the building? Yeah. Dude, you got some of the best athletes in the world. Absolutely. You ain't out running nobody there. Like, come <laughs> right, on, man. Right. Like, what? A, like, please go back on your meds. <laughs> and I got to love road dogs. Like, I bear one of these motherfuckers oh, is coming yeah. to the ring, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, see, that's the yeah. that's the thing right there that <laughs> irritates me the most. Is right. you wait till Brett, nothing against Bret Hart. Back in the yeah. day, he could go. But he's you know, whatever, he's older, we're all older. Right. But you go in there, why wouldn't you just go, hey, I'm going to hit the ring. Oh, there's DX and go do that. <laughs> right? Why not hit the ring on DX? And that that yeah. would be something to talk about. <laughs> At least you'd have something for a lifetime to show for it. Right. With your ears separated right. out of your head, your arms pulled out of socket. I mean, hell. Not that he didn't get an ass whooping in itself right. by itself, you know? I think it was well deserved. Yeah, no, Travis did an awesome job. He did a super job of getting in there and taking care and then just went oh we're done okay <laughs> and that's wilder with that quick yeah. uppercut as well yes yeah everybody like everybody you're yeah. getting a shot from everybody because you get you're not going to get in trouble because you were the idiot right exactly that makes sense so now aew yes head coach what does that job entail 
That job entails me rounding up all the talent and make sure they get stay in line. No, okay. it, I, a little bit of everything. Like, I'm literally do a little bit of everything. Good. I, you know, help the talent. It's not, we're not putting any reins on them or making, go, oh, here, you have to do this. Yes. Because that's not what got them here. We're, what got you here is, is talent and mm-hmm. athleticism. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, like, my job is to kind of help them yes. figure out how to put it all together. <laughs> Instead of just going, here, here's all my stuff. I'm going to go, okay, let's save some of that. <laughs> let's save some of it. Let's just yes. give them a little taste of what you what okay. you have to offer. Because if I go out there and give you all, like if I were to give you everything in this interview, why would right. you ever want to interview me again? So I just give you a small <laughs> taste of how cool and funny I am. Yeah, so that, you certainly see that already. So which free agents do you want or would you love to see in AEW? So... Uh, I would like to see Shannon Moore. He's out there. Uh-huh. Um, I would. <laughs> I would like to see my son, but he has other things going on right now that that he wants to do. Okay. Um, who else is out there? How about Sam Punk? Who's he again? <laughs> Who's that kid? Yeah, I know, right? I, you know. I, I mean, it's not a bad, like it's, but I think he's done with wrestling, you know, unless he, unless, unless this will be fun for him again, you know what I mean? If it's not going to be fun, he won't do it because he's having fun doing what he's doing. And I don't blame the guy. I would do it. If you're not happy and you do something else is happier, fighting, getting for real. I mean, hell yeah, go do it, babe. (laughs) But no, that would be kind of cool. I mean, not that we've got every hot guy on planet earth in AEW now. So why not have yeah. another one? Yeah. <laughs> so what's the latest on a television deal? When are we going to see the first uh, program launch? Do you know anything? Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, I cannot talk about that. Okay. Unfortunately, I really don't have any information because I don't know. <laughs> so, but it sounds cooler if I just say I can't talk about it. That does sound a little cooler, but we know it's going to happen. So, yeah. We just know it it's is. happening. Well, of course it is. Right. Like, that's not a secret. Right. I mean, you're going to have one of the most, the newest and hottest wrestling company not going to have a TV. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, man. So uh, what's been the highlight here uh, for AwesomeCon for you? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been the hottest thing here. No, I mean it, it's yeah. like I've done a couple of these things, and yeah. the cool thing is to see how these people get into this. Yeah, like they will come. Like I just saw some big robot thing come by here. Yeah, right. That was awesome. Like he he, he did it all himself. Yeah, he had some big rolling thing on his arm that lit up. <laughs> yeah. it was crazy. Like it's just outfits that these yeah. people have. It's, it, they put a lot of that, and it's cool because they like it's probably the, the, the three days because this goes to yeah. three days. Three days that you can dress up as anything and be yeah. anything you want, and and everybody just goes, I want to take a picture with you. Yeah. Like now, any other would... time, they go, whoa, buddy. <laughs> who would you like to dress up as if you had the option to dress me. up? Just just Billy Gunn. Me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to dress up like me. <laughs> now, it would be Mr. Ass or Badass version or uh, Smoking Guns version? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm going to dress up, I'm going to go smoking gun version. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, WWE Hall of Famer, yeah. Billy Gunn, WWE, now AEW. Yes, AEW. Yes, all elite wrestling producer, head coach yes. here at AwesomeCon. Thanks so much for talking. Yeah, this is awesome, Thanks, bro. Thanks, Thank man. you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, 
Until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.